my bad, y'all. My bad, y'all. I forgot what time it was. I was upstairs doing something else. <clears throat> and I actually, I was upstairs with my, uh, with my laptop. Um, and I'm down here on my, uh, hold on. That's Unc calling me, y'all. Hold on. Give me a second, y'all. My bad, y'all. That was um Unk and the pseudo killers. They, I guess they ain't see I was live, but they was like, man, you supposed to have been live at eight. There's people in there waiting for y'all. My bad, my bad. I apologize. But get on in here, hit that like button. We about to go in. I'm gonna do something different tonight. <clears throat> um, I'm gonna go over the things that we talked about on Smash Show earlier or for the last two days. Um, I think I got some fire for them. I held my tongue today, and I held it for a reason, right? So, we're going to see. And uh, my man, Asar M. Kett, um, I had to go chase down his source that he used. So, since he chased down that source, I um, I mean, since he showed his uh, budge source, I had to go chase it down. And I'm going to compare budge source with mine, and we're going to see where we at. Um, but anyway... Get on in here, hit that like button. You know what time it is. Um, pseudo killer time. We about to kill some pseudos, right? And it's not just about killing pseudos. It's about preventing the next generation of pseudos, right? So pseudo killers got two jobs to do. Three. I'm going to say three. Pseudo killers, we got three jobs to do, right? The first job is to kill the pseudos that's among us. The second job is to prevent the next generation of pseudos. And the third job is to pull current pseudos out of their pseudo positions. All right? Is y'all with me? Is y'all with me? Is y'all with me? I'm going to start repeating things three times like my man, um, uh, what's the dude's name? The Rummy My Donations dude. But anywho, um, we're going to go through some of my readings. Um, and we're going to see how I uh, draw my conclusions and where I get most of my information from. Right? Um, so we're going to do that. But let me switch the, uh, the look of, of everything up. What's going on, Mitch? I'm going to speak to everybody in a minute, but just get in here. Hit that like button. Y'all know what it is. Where the mods at? Get on top of these dudes' heads. Make them hit that like button because we're going to get into some information tonight the way pseudo killers do it, but we're going to switch. Um, We're going to get into some of my readings, um, and we're going to do it. So let me switch the uh because I still got the old stuff from uh Sunday still on the screen. So let me get that stuff off. And why I get that stuff? Why? 
while I get that stuff off and start the Zoom for the pseudo killers, um, I need y'all to uh, congregate amongst yourselves, right? Speak to each other, see how everybody is doing. And um, um, let's get the show started. Hold on, let me put a timer. Hold on, let me, let me switch to this first. Let me switch to this. All right. Boom. Let's put a time on her. Gemma Janka. All right. Let's put him on Mike Tyson. Let's put time on Mike Tyson. Boom. And let's go. Get on in here, hit that like button, y'all. Pseudo killers going in tonight. Never inches look in my eyes, I'm dumb calm. They either go and walk with you or you gon' 
myself Might even have to put that weed away Now that's a lotto That's my medication Gotta stay high, yo Till a nigga die, yo Now I'm out now Hit the link in my bio Boom, let's go What it do, what it do, everybody? Pseudo Killers is in the building. Pseudo Killers is in the building. I hope everybody is having an awesome day today. I know I am. Uh, but without further ado, I think I'm a, I just want to jump right into it. So, but hold on. Let me speak to everybody. Uh, we ready. All right. So who we got in here? Who we got in here? This thing moving fast. This thing moving fast. Juju, what it do? What it do? Uh, nomadic. Oh, let me get my mic right. <clears throat> nomadic. I need my glasses, y'all. I'm sorry. Um, nomadic. What it do? What's going on? Um, Mike Walker. Uh, Mr. Gary Hart. What's going on, bro? Uh, CJ Mika T. What's up, man? Y'all is in here, Haskell. <laughs> Flavor, the plug, what it do? Yeah. APEP, what's going on? Mitch, what it do? Mika One, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody in here. Cedric, my man Mike, um, Jeremiah Judah, uh, JJ7000 is in the building. Uh, shout out to all of the Hebrews. Um, I, I see y'all out there doing what y'all doing. You say, you'll say Garfield running from. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. All y'all, all y'all beautiful people. All right. So what I want to do tonight. Hold on. Let me get the zoom. Yo, why, why wouldn't I get the zoom link going? That's crazy. Let me get the zoom link going, man. I'm geeking. Got the zoom up. Let me make sure they can share. See, I got to do all these things. I got to make sure they can share their screens and everything before I even send them the link. All right. But. All right. So what we want to do tonight is my plan for tonight is. <clears throat> well, let's just go over there. Let's go over there. Let's see what we got. Where my iPad? Let's go over here to the pseudo killer iPad. And see what we're going to do. Now, these are my books. Now, don't judge me, y'all. I know y'all can see a lot of the stuff, you know, is new and I haven't read it. You know what I mean? Boom, boom, boom. I got a lot of books that I didn't read yet. I know. I know. I could do better. We all can do better, right? <laughs> we all can do better. But um, we was having a discussion. The blues is books. Now, look. That blue tab that say new, whenever y'all see that, that means that's a book that I didn't even open yet. Right? I know. Horrible. <laughs> they always saying I ain't reading enough. But uh, so y'all see a lot of blues, right? Stuff I ain't even, 
you know, open up yet. It's crazy. Um, but that's not the point. That's neither here nor there, right? Um, yeah, I know it's a lot of blues. I know it's a lot of blues, right? But this is a lot of books. Um, so what I want to do is we was having the beef on Smash channel, right? And we had contentions on uh, whether Happy was the God of this of the now, whether he was the God of the now. Um, or hold on, I'm sorry. Whether Happy was the now itself or the inundation of the now, right? Was the God the God of um, the inundation or was it the now itself, right? So, without further ado, we're going to go right here to the Dictionary of Egyptian Gods. And let's see if we can checkmate them right out the gate. All right. <clears throat> I hope everybody can see this. Um, what God was it? Happy. It was the God happy. So we got to go to H. Hold on. We got to go to H. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm all way in A. We got to go to H. All right, Hathor. So we close. It will be happy. All right, there we go. Right here, y'all. Can anybody see the screen? <clears throat> well, let's get it. Let's see if smashing them is correct. Right here. Happy. This is a dictionary of Egyptian gods. Happy. The happy is God of the annual now inundation. Happy lived in the caverns of the cat of the cat uh my bad happy lived in the caverns of the cataract of the Nile presided over by Kanum. he personifies the yearly flood rather than the Nile itself hence refer references to a large or small happy let's highlight that let's highlight that they like to say checkmate right is that a checkmate is that a checkmate y'all if it's a checkmate press one if that's a checkmate press one it's a happy lived in the caverns of the cataract of denial presided over by Kanum. Here we go. He personifies the yearly flood rather than the now itself. Did I knock him out already? Did, did I do that too quick? Y'all can y'all hear me? Hold on. Is the, is, is happy the now or is it the inundation? Or the yearly flood. Which one is it? 
because they keep trying to act like happy is denial. Now, I'll let y'all in a little secret. Happy, I mean, the Egyptians have a word in their language for denial. And guess what? It's not happy. The word that the Egyptians used for the Nile River, for that body of water, right, is Itaru. Itaru is the, is the Nile River, according to the Egyptians. Happy is the inundation. These brothers been messing this up for years. I'm going to say it again. These brothers been messing that up for years. So, right there. The conversation can be over right there. But, you know it's not going to stop with these dudes. Right? It's not going to stop. It's like saying that the Egyptians were so spooky that they couldn't separate their religion from natural geography and phenomena that they seen. And I mentioned this on Smash Show for a reason. I said, when you walk up to a river for the first time, right? When you walk up to a river for the first time, right? The Egyptians, remember, the people that lived in Egypt was not um, farmers at first, right? As Unk always state, they come out of the bull cart. I mean, the bull cult, cult, I'm sorry. They come out of the bull cult, right? So they were uh, herders of, of, of um, livestock, of bulls at first, right? And they collected wild grains and things uh, along the Nile. So they wasn't farmers, right? Later on in their history, when farming was introduced, right? Or, or, or they developed the technology of farming. That's when the inundation uh, became um, uh, uh, so meaningful to them. Unless you lived in the north. If you lived in the north, right, um, like around Fayoum Lake, but this is in the north. Remember, they always tell us that the culture and the Egyptians come from the south. Remember, they always say that. So if they come from the south, then the flood, right, was not um, as meaningful to the people that lived in the south. Why? Because Nubia does not have large flood plains like Egypt. So if they came out of the, uh, if they came out of the south, like we've been taught by Uncle them, they didn't beat this in our head. So let's submit. Let's submit. Okay, they came out of the South. Fine. If they came out of the South where there's less floodplains and they come from a region where they uh where it was the, the cattle was the main thing about uh the main thing that they got sustenance from, right? Then the flood, which um which produces the silt for uh the farming, wouldn't have been as meaningful to those people in the South. Y'all get that, right? Y'all get that. So if they came from the South, the, the flood was not as meaningful. So I say that to say that, so those people walking up to the Nile, right, would not 
have been saying that the inundation was anything that should have been sanctified, you know what I mean, or worship, right? Because they're not even farmers, right? They they are cattle herders, right? They they they, they deal with the with the livestock, the, the, the cattle herding, right? Right. So they, they so so Hathor and the bull would um would be more uh prominent in their uh in their um religion. So later on, when they moved into Egypt and you have the floodplain and they learned how to uh to um to farm or they developed the technology of farming, then that's when happy would have meant something. That's when they would have made up the concept of happy in their religion. Right? So here we go. If they come from the South, right? Without large floodplains and they're not, uh, they are not um, farmers, then happy wouldn't mean too much to them. So the name of the river wouldn't be happy because remember, we can read right here, happy it. Is the is 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 the yearly flood? He personifies the yearly flood rather than the Nile itself. So boom, right there, that's a checkmate. So if they come from the south, they would have had a basic name for the river, and the basic name for the river was Itaru, meaning great river. Itaru in their language meant great river. Happy meant inundation, and if they came from the south and didn't come from a farming society, then the goddamn uh, inundation and the flood wouldn't mean the same thing to them until later on, till they developed farming. So they would have to have a basic name for the river first. So the basic name for the river, for the phenomena that they walked up on and seen, was the river. It was Itaru. Later on, when they developed farming, right, when they moved north, according to them, they moved north. When they moved north and they developed farming, right, then they would imbue the uh, the different uh, um, uh, deification on the inundation. Remember, they already had, coming out of the south, they already had a name for the river, right? And it was Itaru. Later on, when they developed the technology of farming, right, and they learned how the uh, the the inundation brings the silt, right, the overflowing of the Nile brings the silt, right, that um actually helps uh, fertilize the crops even better, so they can get big yields, right. So that's when they named the goddamn inundation or the flood happy. But the river was named Itaru, the Great River. I think I just knocked out some pseudos. What y'all think? I don't know. But let's go further. Let's go further. And I got to get something to eat in a second. Let's go further. Um, I think it was Budge. Was it Budge? I think it was Budge, 40, page 42. Let me see. Um, 
Because this is what Asar MCAT um, had put forth. <sighs> Give me a second, y'all. I got to find the page. This is an old book. <clears throat> All right, here we come. We coming up on it. We coming up on it. Stay with me, y'all. Stay with me. So I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be. Uh, I'm gonna show. All right, this must not be the book. I'm sorry. This must not be. It might be this budge, but. Here you go, happy, came right up. All right, cool. All right, this is what the saw MCAT put forth about happy. Now, it says, and this is from Budge, Egyptian gods, um, mythology of Egyptian gods. Um, let's see. All right, cool. All right, it says happy, right? The god of the Nile. It has already been said Above that the god Osiris was probably in pre-dynastic times a river god or a water or a water god, and that in course of time he became identified with Hap or Happy, the god of the Nile. Now, Budge is claiming that Happy is the god of the Nile, but we're gonna look at four other um sources. And see if it if if they agree with um with Budge because I've only found Budge um to say this and let's see if we have four different sources against Budge right then that's four to one all right <clears throat> let's see all right it says. In pre-dynastic times, a river god or a water god, and that in course of time, he became identified with Hap or Happy, the god of the Nile. When such an identification took place, we have no means of knowing, but that such was undoubtedly the case is apparent from large numbers of passages in texts of all periods. The meaning of the name of the now God has not yet been satisfactory, satisfactorily explained. And the variation proposed for it by the priests in the late dynastic period in no way helps us. It is certain that Hep or later Hep is a very ancient name for the now and the now God. And it, is probably the name which was given to the river by the pre-dynastic inhabitants of Egypt. Now, that's what Budge is saying. Budge is saying that Hap, right, is, according to him, probably, he's saying probably, is the most ancient name for the Nile and the God itself. Now, that's what he's saying. Now, let's get into some sources. Let's see. Now, we see what Budge said. This is the, the source that Budge and them used, right? 
So, I mean, this is the the source that um Asar MCAT used. And uh my man smashed, he backed he backed the conclusion that Budge made in this. All right. <clears throat> so hold on, let me click out of here. Let me get my source together. I'm sorry, y'all. Give me a second. I'm stalling out. Let's put in Geekin. All right, let's go back to the Pseudo killer pad. Let's move this. Let me move me out the way. All right, let's see. Let's go to Wiki first, right? Let's go to Wiki first. All right, Wiki says happy. Now God. All right, happy ancient Egyptian was the god of the annual flooding of the Nile in ancient Egyptian religion. The flood deposited rich silt, fertile soil on the river banks, allowing the Egyptians to grow crops. Happy was greatly celebrated among the Egyptians. Some of the titles of Happy were Lord of the Fish and Birds and the Marshes and Lord of the River Bringing Vegetation. Happy is typically depicted as an androgynous figure with a big belly and large drooping breasts wearing loincloth and ceremony, ceremonial false beard. All right. Happy shown as an iconographic pair of Jenny symbolizing tying the upper and lower Egypt. That's one of the things that is known for. Okay. So let's go back out here. Let's go to Britannica. Britannica says, happy in Egyptian, in ancient Egyptian religion, in ancient religion, Egyptian religion personification of the annual inundation of the Nile River. Happy was the most important among numerous personifications of aspects of natural fertility and his dominance increased during Egyptian history. Hymns were uh, composed in his honor, 
but he had no temples or formal cults except at the um at the narrows of Jabel El uh Sil Silla in the south, where shrines were built and offerings were cast annually into the river's rising waters. Happy was represented as a fat man with swelling pendulous breasts as an indication of prosperity, dressed in a belt suitable to a marsh dweller or servant. This form, which was originally common to many personifications, became identified increasingly closely with happy. All right. So we got here. Let's see. Uh, move. Go ahead. Move. Move. Go back outside. Egyptian god of the inundation says it right there, not the Nile. It is the god of the inundation, not the Nile. Now, let's see. Let's see if I'm correct. Can y'all see that? Or do I have to blow it up? Now we have... What the hell? I'm sorry. Now we have one word, interview, and I found this in the TLA. Um, interview meaning uh, it was a measurement, right? So that wasn't um. So that 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 spelling had two uh, different definitions to it. So let's put in. I ancient Egyptian word for now. So as soon as I put it in, it's a rule. Now let's see.
Yo, I hate that. Yo, I had everything pulled up on my iPad. Now I can't find nothing. All right. All right, okay, here we go. Uh, it says the ancient Egyptian language that now is called Happy or Itavu, meaning river. In Coptic, the word pronounced Paro or Paro means the river. Uh, now, let's look into that. Now, I, I got this meaning. It says the Nile is called the Happy um, or Itaru. Now, that's why I'm about to go to the TLA like Smash showed me. Right? And let's see if we can get that popping. Let's see what they say about Happy in the TLA. Oh, damn, I got people waiting in the back. My bad. Oh, damn, y'all done jumped out. My bad, y'all. Come back in. Hold on, y'all. Interval. No, that's that's the wrong um that's the wrong one, Vance. Where you get that from? That's the right link right there. Here, all right, here I come. Um, dang. Let me see. Cedric, here I go. Is 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 too much. Click that link, Cedric. My bad. I, I think that was the wrong link, um, Juju. That would that would have link. Boom. He said, "Come on, Egypt again." <laughs> 
Ah, Lord have mercy. All right. Oh, where y'all at? Click the link again. My bad. Everybody come back in. I, I wasn't even, I was doing this and I wasn't paying attention. I apologize. I need to look at my screen, but I was reading off my iPad. So, Juju, you looking sweaty. What's going on? <laughs> you looking like you put some Vaseline on today. What's happening? Chilling. That's that melon glow. Okay, that's that. Oh. Wrinkle. <laughs> <laughs> my forehead big, too, so you know the light. Like shining right on my forehead. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's all. Peace, fam. Let's Peace. get it. Peace. What's going on? Yeah. Oh, why is this? Let me. That's crazy. All right. Let me move this over. Boom. All right. So let me get Cedric in here. How you doing today, though? I'm good. That's what's up. That's what's up. That's what's Chilling up. in Boston. About to go to the Museum of Natural Sciences and the Harvard Museum tomorrow. Um, you know, see what they got. Mm -hmm. you, what, what museum you going to? Um, the Museum of Natural Sciences here. Mm -hmm. uh, the Museum of, oh goodness, of Natural Sciences here in Boston and then Harvard has a museum that has some archeological archaeological type stuff and fossils or whatnot. So we're going to do that. And I'll probably go back to the Museum of Fine Arts one more time. Um, and I'm going to go do the um, African American Heritage Trail here. It's a walking tour, but kind of goes through like, you know, the African Meeting House, Frederick Douglass, um, David Walker, uh, Phyllis Wheatley, mm. uh, Lloyd Garrison, all those, you know, Black African greats kind of pondered around here in Boston. It was pretty awesome. Harriet Tubman, yeah. They all... Oh, yeah, Harriet Tubman moved to Boston, right? That's where right. she, she died at. Yeah. yeah. In the African Meeting House, they all, um, you know, literally spoke in that that area. So, you know... Mm. Call it what <laughs> so the spirit of my ancestors, you know, to be standing on the stage where Frederick Douglass mm -hmm. gave speeches and whatnot is kind of that's kind of exciting and amazing. You know? mm. um, and Boston has a rich like African-American culture here. Uh, also, Prince Hall is buried here. We went and saw his gravesite week. Um, yeah. So awesome. I'll be doing Oh, so at least you getting something out of, you know. Yeah. Being up Get, there, you know what I mean? Out of a crazy situation. Exactly. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Keep your spirits up. Got to. And focus on something else, you know what I mean? Yes, fam. Yeah. Definitely. So that's what's up. I know, I know it won't, you know, take your mind completely off of what's going on, <laughs> but, you know, it, it, it'll help for 30 minutes. You know, it does. It does. Yeah. So, 
I totally agree. <laughs> Cedric, what's going on, bro? Peace, family. <clears throat> Peace, Juju. How are you doing? I'm, I'm good. I'm going to call you sometime tomorrow when I okay. get off work. Okay, that's I'm fine. I'm going to call you sometime in the morning. Just have Thank a chat you. a little bit. Yeah. Okay. I'm I'm good. I'm listening to this uh, latest debate chair, and uh, peace to the chat. Peace, everyone. How's everybody doing? And um, you, in in uh, in the other show, I I, I said uh, what I said. And you said I made it up. Well, partly it was a summary of uh, my discussion with Wu Zhang, because of course, as a, as a methodological naturalist, I would push back on any notion of a scientific explanation entailing uh, the uh, personification or the anthropomorphication of a natural entity. I, I uh, contend that um, what the ancients did was what we do in our modern day is simply a god <laughs> of the gaps. They simply had more gods because what they did was give agency to these uh, entities are happy as being responsible for the uh, uh, observations that they witnessed. So they didn't have an actual understanding of the processes. They just gave agency to a happy and happy was the one who was, who was responsible for the observations that they made. Now, which I'll push back, of course, and uh, we concluded pretty much that happy uh, was uh, an, a nothing spooky, not a god, but happy was the name for the river. And in that totality, it represented all the processes. So the flooding, the abundance of fish, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. So the, the statement I made was was maybe made up, but was it was more or less a summary of, of my conversation with Wu Zhao. So I am, I am, I am, all ears in having this flushed out. I'm gonna shut up, mute my mic, and just listen. <laughs> okay, okay, that's what's up. And that conversation with you and Wu Jia was crazy. Um, I, I mean, you did a, a hell of a job, you know, because you know Wu Jia tangled you all up in some mess, right? But you did a good job keeping your feet planted on the ground, right? That that's good. You ain't let them get you off your square. You stayed yeah. on them like just like a pit bull. You just you you was locked on them. You know what I mean? And you ain't <laughs> let them go, man. He'll tangle you up, man. Look, listen. Woja was trying to, but he doesn't understand that when he really thinks that he got me going there. That's the bait I'm putting in front of him. So uh, even when I changed Leprechaun, Leprechaun was way too easy because I understood what he was trying to do. He was trying to shift the conversation of the spirit didn't come loaded with a preconceived definition. Wuja was doing that, uh, it, what it used to mean, that's a logical fallacy. I let that whole conversation slide because at the end of the day, I needed to reach to the point that you cannot take an idea for which there is no quantitative evidence and create a study to, to, to create the illusion as if this is scientific. So I let them go to that whole bill with the foundation, with my foundation, I'm a methodological naturalist, which means it has to be identifiable, quantifiable in reality. 
So, so that is the foundation there. So any conversation that we're going to have of you trying to create or the illusion that we can develop a science called spiritology to quantify spookism ain't happening. Mm. That was more, <laughs> that was more my, my angle in the conversation. But the happy position was all tied up in that whole conversation. So I want to see how, my, how much validity there is to that position because I contend that it's not. Okay. okay. <laughs> that bitch called me a conscious thought. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. <laughs> All right, here we go. All right, so right here, the wiki clearly says that Happy was not regarded as the god of the now itself, but of the inundation event. Happy was the god of the inundation event. Meaning when that shit overflowed, that was happy. Right? That was happy. But, all right, let me see if I can share this. Now I'm about to do something crazy, y'all. Now I'm about to do something crazy. Hold on. Hey, um, Juju, I'm going to give you controls. Of the Zoom in case people start coming in while I'm reading. Gotcha. So you can uh, control these yahoos that's coming in. All right. <clears throat> so. All right. We got that part. So let's go to the. Uh, let's see if we can share my screen again. I want, no, I don't want that. Let's see if we can do us. Firefox. Yeah. Hold on. Don't even show it. That's crazy. That's crazy. Hold on, no, it is showing it, ain't it? Man. Oh, it's behind there. My bad, y'all. There it go. It is showing it. Um, so what can I do? Oh, I can black that out. Let me um let me this down. Take that down. There we go. I'm a bad motherfucker, I'm telling y'all. I'm a bad motherfucker. Right there. All right. Y'all can see that? 
Probably not. Is y'all still there? Juju? We're here, fam. We can oh. see it. Okay. All right. Cool. Cool. Um, we here. It's not really big, though. I'm All just right. saying. All right. Let me fix it. Let me fix it. <laughs> let me fix it. Lock the screen, chef. Huh? Yeah, you need to lock the screen so we don't show up. All right. Right. I gotcha. All right, there we go. Got my mouse working. Blow that up. Security. All right, now let me go to the Zoom and lock my screen. Um, all right. I think that's all right. Now everybody can see. Everybody good? Yes, no, yeah. maybe so. Okay, all right, good. Right here. Happy. Right? What does that say? Can you blow it up? Ah, you can't see. Damn, I can't even blow it up. No I more. can't see clearly or good. Ah. Hey, um, the chat, can fine. the chat see it? I don't think that would be clear enough for the chat. God damn it. Let me see that. I'm even trying to stretch my screen and it work. Just too small. Oh, man. All right, hold on. Let's see. Can't you use a cursor to zoom in? Yeah, I'm about to do it now. Blurry on the damn what's the name? Can't you use a cursor? To damn, how the hell smashing them be doing that, man? Why my shit blurry? Yeah, it's blurry. It's blurry as hell. Get it right, fam. I'm trying this. That's crazy. Zoom in. <laughs> they gonna say I'm pseudo. <laughs> <laughs> You better get it right. They gonna <laughs> say I'm pseudo, man. Oh, shit. They gonna say I'm pseudo. They gonna set himself up. They gonna, oh, you know what? So you got a Facebook open? Yeah, I'm a, what I'm gonna do is, what I'm gonna do is, I'm gonna go to the Zoom and do it. Let's see if I can see. Sosa waiting to get in. I got him. Oh. All right. Go to the Zoom. Let's see if I can share my screen. 
This is crazy. Sosa, what's up? I'm trying to work this out. <laughs> Ain't much, man. Sitting there trying to go to the damn mill. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I saw what you did in the beginning, though. That was checkmate off the jump. Yeah, it was checkmate off the jump. Yeah, should have started a new stream and renamed the show. Your handler, I mean, Chief X say it's clear enough now. Um, I want I want you to type in just for clarity's sake. Let let's 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 find. Yeah, yeah. I saw what, what you did in the beginning. The, though. The, the, that, that was checkmate off the jump. Yeah, it was checkmate off the jump. What the what the, the name of the God of rename the, the show? Your handler, I mean, Chief X say it's clear enough now. Um. I want I want you to type in just for clarity's sake. Let 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 somebody let's find. Yeah, yeah. I saw what, what you did in the beginning. Somebody got Facebook open. Yeah, and not Facebook. I mean YouTube. Sorry. Oh, I just cut it. I think that was me. Oh man, yo, that's crazy. It's right here on my screen, y'all. That's crazy. I got it pulled up on the TLA, and it says right here, happy. The Nile flood, like it's and y'all can't even see it. Nuts. Nuts. Can you pull up the the name of the god of the Nile itself? Um. What now? I can't. I can't. Why the hell is shit ain't? Uh, you got to let somebody in. Um, I got it. All right. All right, let me go back to my favorite adversary. Name for the Nile God. Name for the Nile. Yeah, the name for the Nile was uh, Itaru. Yeah, man. The name for the Nile. I mean, the God. Is there a god of the Nile? Um, no, there's gods associated with the Nile. I, I think that's a better way to say it. Does that make sense? Yeah, that, yeah I there, guess. There, there's gods associated with the Nile, but the Nile itself isn't a god. You did. Osiris associated with the Nile. Right. Um, Sobek is associated with the Nile. Was it new too, right? New, new, and none, new. Um, like she's like the body, she's like the whole water shit, which I was talking about. Like you can't get water without, you know what new. I mean? New. They're the pre yeah, she's the pre mortal waters. So, yeah, the god of water would be new, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Man, yo, my TL, this is crazy. <laughs> I got to try this one more time, yo. I can't fail like this. That's not good, yo, because I had some fire right here. I had some, I got, I got in the TLA, they have, um, they have the, uh, the Itaru, right? And then you can go to all of its attestations that it have. And in all of the 
attestations, they're talking about the river itself without nothing spooky going on, right? When they're talking about the river itself, right? Like somebody sailed down the river or they put up a stella in a certain, you know, part of the river yeah. is actually saying great river or, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but every time it's talking about the flood or inundation or bringing forth uh, food or anything, that's when it's talking about. Uh, um, of happy. course, because it happy. would give agency to natural processes that they could not describe God of the gaps. That's my argument, which makes happy not a scientific explanation, but a spooked out explanation, quote unquote. Yeah, yeah. We ain't even dealing with it, if it's scientific or not. You know what I'm saying? We already know back then. <laughs> yeah, but that was my argument with Wujiao. Okay. Yeah, that's damn. So but yeah, so so that that was my my killer part of the argument right there because Budge um Asar M uh the dude saw, he had brought up the budge joint. And before he brought up the budge piece, uh, Smash was drowning. Yeah. Everything Smash was pulling up was oh, God. saying it was the inundation. Like was he was trying yeah, to right. he was right. trying to explain around it and he yeah, was trying yeah. to make stuff fit. But I'm looking like, nah, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause they were saying like he vomit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, but he, he was trying to, to make it fit. What, what's, yeah. what's going on, Moses? Man, what's up, man? Chilling, chilling, chilling. What's going on, everybody? Hey. And I, I really, I really want to get a better explanation of that. The, the last two sentences that you read with the satisfactory, and then where it says, um, "You know the sentence I'm talking about." Go ahead. The uh, the one where. What you mean? Can you pull it up and I'll, I'll show it to you again. I think pull you up. should go over your source one more time, Sheffrin, right. and also clarify the source for the chat, the audience. That budge page. I was trying to type the, to smash in the chat because, like, uh, what when they when the flood came, the uh, according to uh, Toy McGuire, that, that book, he, they would say, uh, "Happy has arrived." Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because that Wikipedia source is sourcing uh, Toby, uh, that book, I Toby Wilkerson book. I think it's Wilkerson. You talking about the one that Melvin got you? Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Once he said the one where, the, where he said, happy put the fish on the land, I thought that was it right there. That That is definitely a dagger. <laughs> 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 Putting fish on land is I mean, that... Right? I, I, yeah, I couldn't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he just went right past. <laughs> it was a done deal. All right. Can you see it? There's, yeah, there's the last two sentences that you read on that Wallace Budge page, one of them says something, something about um, the definition of happy is unsatisfactory. In the priests of the new kingdom, and I can't really remember exactly what it says after that. Okay, it says it has already been said above that the god Osiris was probably in pre-dynastic times a river god or a water god, and that in 
course of time, he became identified with Hap, the god of denial. When such a identification took place, we have no means of knowing, but that such was undoubtedly the case is apparently uh, from large numbers of passages in texts of all periods. The meaning of the name of the Nile God has not yet been satisfactorily explained. Um, and the derivation proposed for it by the priests in the late dynastic period in no way helps us. See, he's already talking about shit not clear. Then he says, it is certain that, and then he gets, this is where he, you know, makes his claim. He say, it is certain that Hap, later Hap, is a very ancient name for the Nile and the Nile God. And it is probably the name which was given to the river by the pre-dynastic inhabitants of Egypt. One of the oldest mentions of Hep is found in the text of Unas, where it is said, keep watch, O messengers, keep watch, O ye who have lain down, wake up, O ye who are in Kinset, O ye aged ones, thou great terror, um, who cometh forth from Hep, thou who cometh, cometh, Forth from a cirque tree, the mouth of Unas is pure. It is important to note that Hep is mentioned in connection with Kinset. Now, Kinset here means the first gnome of Egypt, in which were included the first cataract. I'm glad you told me to read that. Let oh, Uncle. That sentence is saying proceed with caution. Yeah, but 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 in African parts of yeah, but but check it out. Uh it says right here that uh that Kinset here means the first gnome of Egypt, in which were included the first cataracts. That's where hap that's where happy starts to overflow at. Y'all get that, right? The river runs through the whole joint, but where Hep, where um, Egypt, where the, uh, the 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 way the Nile and the way the uh, the um, what you call it, the floodplain, right? Is once it get past the uh, first cataract, because it, it runs from south to north. Once it get past that first cataract, then that's when the the uh, the ground change, right? Down hmm. past the first cataract, I think that's a limestone uh, um, rock that is flowing through. But once it get past that first cataract, that's where you can start uh, planting crops and stuff at. The soil change up there in Egypt. You dig what I'm saying? So they they was all they would always. So that's where it started the uh, flood at. Right when when they got up in the eat when the uh, now. Uh, got up into Egypt, it will overflood the banks, right, and deposit the rich sort, the rich, with the, I mean, the rich silt into the uh into the overflowing um land that was around it. So that that even makes sense right there. So Budge, I mean Budge, he might be being honest, 
but he's actually backing up what they said right. the uh the beginning of where Hap Hap lived at. They said Hap lived right. at the beginning of the, the um the first cataract. Yeah, exactly. So he's saying that. So that's Hap. Even in that's, this my man. That's so right. right. So if, if he were if he were just a river, then he wouldn't be at he wouldn't live at the first cataract. Exactly. Right. Yeah, right. Right. So, 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 Chef, you, you know what you just read, though, right? Yeah, I know what I read. You just said the oldest attestation of it is 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 the river god, yo. I don't know what it is. You said that. No. Yeah. You know that. No, I know it, it's so it's a conversation so then. Oh man, see, you came in in the middle. That's. <laughs> oh, I'm just saying. No, I'm not in the middle. I'm <laughs> saying if you're trying to say that. Happy ain't the damn river. It's just the flooding of it. That's cool. But the oldest representation of it is the damn, the name of the river itself. You, you read it. That's no, the oldest the, the, no, the understanding name, of it is the river god. The the name of the river is Itaru. Man, go back and read what you just read. I, this is a contention that we're having with Budge. This, this was, I told you to come over to Smash Channel. You might have been, been, you, you might have, was being busy, right? So when over there, Asar had uh, put this um, this way he had used the counter um, our claim, right? So but, but when what's your claim? What's your claim? That uh, Happy was the inundation. Oh, and, Happy is the flood. Yeah, it's the inundation. Yeah. Y'all saying that happy is the flood, right? Yeah. Y'all saying happy is the flood or the river? It's the it's the flood, the inundation. Yeah. Okay, so so you saying so you do acknowledge that what you read said that hap was the actual river. The oldest understanding of it is the river. You you do realize you read that, and yeah. you saying you don't agree with that. You no. read it. Um, the source is budge though. Yeah, so yeah. Have a problem with the source. Yeah, the other scholars had other scholars disagree with budge. He was just reading budge so they can get budge's argument against the other scholars. Did the other scholars? Okay. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. So, what part of birds are people disagree with? They don't disagree with everything in birds. Y'all know that, right? <laughs> they, they disagree with if the if happy is the river itself or the phenomenon. Other scholars are saying it's the phenomenon and not the river. It's just the flood. It's the inundation. So, okay. So what's the oldest form of it and what is it though? So you're saying that's a lie. No. Birds it, made that up. No, I, no, I'm not saying birds made that up. But how can we check that? Otherwise, the academic consensus in, uh, in the eyes of the stands is that it's the it is deifying the flooding of the river and it is not the river itself. That's what they're saying on. <laughs> yeah, y'all fucking it up somewhere, I promise you. Oh my god. Nah, it's it's, it's <laughs> that they pray that the flood comes. Yeah, I can guarantee yeah. you fucked it up. Yeah, now we got now we got a reading comprehension. Well no, that that would mean it'll be a whole nother conversation. If we're talking about what we're going to allow and what we're not going to allow, if we feel that a source or person has been discredited and like Budge is questionable. So, and then yeah, that's I mean, what they're saying. It's, yeah, and it's not really messing it up. The source is clear. Like, if you look oh, at what paper was y'all reading? So, you said that. What's the name? Give me the similar paper. Give me five minutes. <laughs> 
No, this is a book. Yeah, I'm going to show you if y'all fucking it up. Send me the picture. <laughs> Put the picture in chat. No, this is I mean, This is The Gods of of the Egyptians by <laughs> Wallace Budge. Yeah. Okay, so you why why would you read, you read that? Okay, so you went somewhere else that told you that that was wrong, right? Yeah, uh, the other thing said that the uh, happy was the inundation itself, not the river, but the, just the inundation. What about hep? Hep is the inundation. I thought you said happy was. Was that the same word? It was. Ha- or was that the root? Uh, uh, one is okay. the root. No, it's it, hep. And Budge has hep or happy. He has H A P. Or H A P I. So he's saying those two words are basically the same. However you want to spell it. They're interchangeable. They're interchangeable in his in his joint. So you saying you rolling with budge. That's basically what you're saying. No, I'm not saying nothing. I'm saying the way y'all be fucking shit up. I can't imagine y'all getting this way. Yo just came in and just started yeah, hating. Yeah. No, I'm saying That's like like the way y'all fucked it up, I can't imagine y'all getting that right. I don't trust you. I gotta check it myself. That's what I'm saying. I ain't messing up. Uh, that's hate, hey, but y'all, that's, y'all, y'all that's what you call hate, between. though. I'm not hate. That is Man, come hate. on, yo. I, I sat there. I sat there and nah, I talked to Sosa right. last night. Mm-hmm. This nigga cut me off every 20 minutes. Oh, you back right? to that? You oh, cut him off last guess. night, man. Damn, I'm back to that. <laughs> Shit, when I look stupid, mm-hmm. like, nigga cut me off. Ain't let me finish. I just got off the show. Too late to be arguing with. He gonna act like the source he read didn't say what it said. It just put me on reading the other source a whole hour. I was like, what? No, no I didn't want to. What I wanted to nah, do, nah, nah. what, what Corey said he was going to do, I wanted nah, to slow it down and I nah, wanted to nah, nah, your nah, source yeah. and I wanted to compare your source with my source. But nah, you want to run through your shit, close out and be like, boom, leader shit just looking crazy. I'm like, nah, let's cool, take the time and go slow. Alright, all right, okay. Well, I wonder why I can understand. I wonder why I can understand what y'all just said just now. Easy, easy to understand what you're saying. You said Burgess was wrong. Y'all had a scholar that corrected him. That's it. See, I accept the correction, but y'all niggas, when I say yo, they say that shit. They don't say that no more. It's wrong. I show you a fucking museum, three fucking museums curated, and y'all still argue that shit. That's some bullshit I'm talking about right there. See, it ain't, it ain't, it ain't, it ain't playing out the same way on both sides. Right. See, I heard Juju. I heard you. I heard Chef. They said the man was wrong. They said it was really dealing with the inundation. It wasn't actually dealing with the river itself. And, so, and, and Burge was wrong. And I shut the fuck up. But y'all, nah, y'all auger. Y'all done auger for 10 months off the shit, right? <laughs> I'm saying it's 2022. Egyptology has changed. Y'all auger for damn near a year. Found that bragged-ass coon in the chat called Chief X. Now make another video, Chief X. Now make another commercial. Bobby banging this bitch. Now. <laughs> yeah, I wanna, I wanna redo that Brooklyn shit. No, you don't. I want to go through it slowly, bro, because I want to, I want to, I want to read it, and then after we read a particular part, I want to see how we, what we comprehend, right. what we read, and then we gonna compare what, what, what the modern day shit has, and then we see what's different, and we see what's consistent. I'm saying that's what that's what I'm saying. But you want to, but you all, I wanted to read the line when they said that Mesopotamia, right? What did it say, yo, for sick watch? 
affected the art and all that shit. Man, don't nobody say that shit like that. It said Mesopotamia after the after the first dynasty had major influence, significant influence on on, on significant uh, influence on art. What else? Art, art, culture, etc. No matter. We know. Right, so we know what that means. So, so what is significant influence, yo? Would that uh, be like does China have a significant influence on the United States, yo? Because the United States traded with China, uh, no, and there's some influences that come out of China. Do we say a significant influence from China's on American culture? Art no, and all that's, that, bro. That's what I'm asking. Nah, nah but that, what, the point is that if... You agree, if, you're saying no? Stay no. there for a minute. You're no, saying no? So why are you mad at me when I'm saying they got that so, point, That's all so, I was saying. See what I'm saying? Like, let me explain. Um, my point was that if the answer is no, then let's explore and see some of... And then let's look, look at some of the influences going both ways and see if it's actual fact or not. Uh, so so we, let's, let's so look at this. Let's talk about trade. Let's look at culture. See, we see what they're saying. Let's slow it so, down. Okay, so we so now we're on a better page today. So you do hear the example I'm making about China and how United States been trading trading with China and how Chinese actually helped build one part of the fucking railroad. All this is clear, bro. But nobody that's, says they had a significant influence on uh, American culture. That's not the like, same without that influence, America wouldn't be what it be. That's not the same thing when you have two empires and right, right, right down the street from each other who's been interacting for thousands of years. They, but they're not right down the street from each other, yo. They've what been interacting with each right other for the they've been interacting with each other for millennia, bro. Okay, so all right, yeah. so watch this. We're gonna put thousands a pin in of that. years. That's fine. Me and you gonna put a pin in that, right? Now I want to ask you: Where have you read that Egypt has had a significant influence? On Mesopotamia. Word encyclopedia. All right, pull it up. Let's read it. We just read that one from last. That's the one I was showing last night, huh? Gonna do it again? No, man. Come on, man. Stop. No, it didn't say that. Man. Stop. You didn't pull up Mesopotamia, yo. You pulled up something about Egypt, yo. You 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 was arguing over Mesopotamia and and, no, and Sumer. No, that's what you no. were arguing. All right. No, I wasn't. No, Chef got it mixed up. Y'all so busy be trying to get me. He thought I didn't understand that Mesopotamia is actually an area, right? And when you start breaking down the actual empires, that's what I was talking about, the actual empires. People make the mistake and say the Mesopotamians. No, they, 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 it's the, Sum, the Sumerians. It's one of the civilizations that was in Mesopotamia between the rivers. Right. Right? That's what I was trying to say, but, you know, it's it's five against one. I'm good for that experience. But, you know what I'm saying? When it's late night, I got damn. So I just want to make sure we can pull up. You should pull up Britannica right now. And let's read about the significant influence Egypt had on Mesopotamia. You're not going to find it. And as a matter of fact, when we talk about writing, they always lead with Mesopotamia. Or Mesopotamia they, say, they say this. We can pull up right now. The origin of writing. They'll say Mesopotamia. In Egypt, they never say Egypt and Mesopotamia. Well, I can clearly show you that that, that Egypt has some of the earliest writing. Simple as that. I can, but why? Why not interchange it back and forth? That's no, they they plan the narrative. It's that narrative because the Bible started in Mesopotamia, and 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 like I was trying to say yesterday, it's the people writing the information that always want that influence from the Bible region. Remember, Abraham came from the region of beyond. 
entire Euphrates River. Right? Gion and Peon and Tigris Euphrates. That's all in Asia. And the Bible ain't got shit to do with Africa. It's right there in the book of Genesis. Man. That's my point. So, did, did you, you should be looking right now. We can read that Egypt has a significant influence on the art, on the trade, on the music, on Mesopotamia. I bet you won't find it, dog. Why not? That's my whole point. And I'm saying in the field of Egyptologists, bro, they don't say that shit like that no more. Because it don't make no sense. Let me, let me see what's going on. Let me see. Make sure my. Uh... Go to, go to basic Wikipedia. That seems to be the standard at the moment. Nah, Wikipedia. That's what I'm saying. I can't see what's going on. Can you see the screen? Mm-hmm. This, yeah. was always, this was the issue. When, it, when, when we read that trade was long, already long established with Mesopotamia, you, went, uh, you kind of went off the rails on the Mesopotamia part. I didn't go off of the rails. I went off the rails down here. Yo, you keep jumping up there. Go down. I know I went off the rail there. You kept didn't want to deal with that. I said, yo, let's go with this. Yeah, it seems clear, however, that the earlier Mesopotamia culture, especially the Sumerian, had a significant impact on the developing culture of Egypt. Right. And I'm saying that's a fucking outright uh, uh, breasted 1800 view that is no longer being astounded upon Who? in the up-to-date museums. They, they're not astounding on that anymore. Right, in the new King Tut Museum. In the new King Tut Museum. Can I ask you this? No, nah, I'm in the middle of talking. Don't ask me to talk. You got the King Tut uh, exhibition. You got, uh, they're coming out of the Green Sahara and book the museum. that y'all niggas is tired of hearing, uh, hearing about, but y'all never refuted. Not that clown over there ever refuted. Nobody right here ever refused that. Y'all trying to refute it with your guy, with your man, who right here. And I'm saying that's just, I'm saying that's not how the next crop of Egyptologists, they're not looking at that no more. They don't even call it Mediterranean culture, no matter what we fight and fight. They call it Nile Valley civilization, which was a running joke. Oh, that's the black algae. Oh, that's the ass. That's Dr. Pink all the that. That's not an academia. Now the museum uses Nile Valley culture. Let's get back on point, man. It's like, uh, let's just get back to the conversation. See, you go into these speeches and stuff. So listen. What do they say? Do, do they do they uh trace that? Do they trace the normal palette to Mesopotamia? Because we, we're, we're gonna look at we're gonna look at nah, we're not doing I mean I respect Smash. No, we, we can't use no. Smash as a reference, bro. We I'm talking about the experts in the oh, field. That's a joke. That's a joke. No, the experts I'm trying to tell you, man, what the hell is wrong with you, y'all? Experts don't say that. I told you what the experts say. What do they say about the normal palette? I'm asking specifically, uh, what do the experts say about the influence of the Norma Palette, bro? That's a specific yeah, I don't, I don't, They don't say that because I can go to. What do they? What do they say? I'm asking you. What Pull do it they up. say? I don't know. Pull it up. All that arguing, you don't know. I don't know what I know. I know. I know. There's a makeup fucking stone. It's a makeup what? palette where, where you put makeup on the crush makeup on it, and, and and I know what the rest of them are. But the same, you know what I'm saying? Like, you, you can see where the development of this shit is coming out of Africa itself or Egypt. It ain't, it ain't, they don't need Mesopotamia. I can show you on rock art with the beast with the long neck. That ain't no Mesopotamian shit. I laugh at that shit. Don't, 
I just want you to get what the experts say. Like I, I feel you, but so I don't if, believe yo, if, I, if, I'm saying the experts are changing that set. That's the just go get it, man. Go get it, bro. You don't talk me to Dudley. Go get it. I believe what I they're saying. Y'all stop making jokes when I try to read it. Y'all like, ah. what are you talking about? I'm gonna be I'm gonna be completely quiet when you go get to what the experts say about the normal palette and where. Oh, now you hear the experts say about the normal palette now. So you jumping. So we kind of jumping. We don't want to get this straight right here. That uh, would you move it? Move it back. No, it's the same. I'm in the same place. I say I'm a, I'm an expert on everything. Huh? I don't be listening. All right, all right. Let's, say my let's shit. be real. All right, come on, yo. Let's be real for a minute. Now you want to use logic? Go ahead. No, I'm not using logic, yo. I'm asking you a question, yo. How many Jabal rack night nights do they have, yo? They got one. They got one, bro. They got one. Yeah, but but listen. So, so you make a determination of one artifact, yo. Like me and you don't gotta be. We not experts, right? We're not even trying to use common sense. We're using the raw. The, the, we're using the rules in archaeology, bro. Like if you find one artifact that of a Homo sapiens sapiens that date to one million, one one point five million years, that shit is totally questionable because nowhere on planet Earth do you find that. Homo sapiens sapiens at 1.5 million years. You don't find no homo sapien bones nowhere. You don't find the tools that they use. So it's, it's called an out-of-place artifact, bro. So if we got so, ball arachnites, right? And the other little thing, that's two artifacts, yo. No, nah, but they, don't, they have more, don't they have more artifacts from the first uh, first Nakata period? Because uh, Nubio had been trading with niggas way up in that... Uh... I, I forgot the no, 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 they got no, they got no. What they do got is is they got the fucking Nubian, quote unquote, dressed like Egyptian. That's what they got. Before the Egyptians is what they got. No, he talking so about the, point, the people of Mesopotamia, like the trade and stuff that was going on uh, between North Africa and uh, that part of Asia. You saying that? That that wasn't that's not right. real. The foreign artifacts. No, I'm saying that that statement of a significant influence that shaped the culture is a bunch of uh, played out malarkey. Is what I'm saying. Now you just go to the normal palette, palette, right? So then, so you giving me that? Are you are you not giving me that? Because we're moving on to the normal palette. I just want to hear you say it. So since you're giving me that, are you giving me that? No, I'm I'm going to more so, okay, so okay, hold so hold on. Let me fully answer the question. You said that that's not enough. Two is not enough. So I said, well, let's try to see if we can find some more, right? So we got so the pre-dynastic Egyptian of the Nakata one period, right? Also important obsidian from Ethiopia. You shape blazing the objects in say what? Obsidian from Ethiopia, right? Right, blazing other objects in Hold on, it said what, yo? Huh? What the fuck is that? What is that? What obsidian? Yeah. Stone. Look, actually a corn volcanic glass, bro. Uh, anyway. All right. And shape uh, other objects from flakes. So Nakadins, right? The the, the, the Nakadins, right, which is that Egypt, Egyptian area, traded with Nubia to the south, oasis of the Western Desert to the west, and the cultures of the eastern Mediterranean to the east. This is pretty uh, nasty period. All right, so then, so then, why why don't Nubia have a significant influence on the Kata One period? Why why they why they never say that? I'm not even saying it's true. 
right? I'm just I'm one of them saying the hell. I don't understand why you be doing this shit. Uh, <laughs> like you maybe not want to talk about I'm doing this show. Bro, I'm doing this to show you. Because when they want to put shit in this proper context, they do. You know what I'm saying? But keep reading though. Where, where, where they, I, I'm saying that's why we gotta go to the artifact. I mean, but it's laying down how extensive this shit was all the way into that region. Like they've been doing so, I, I mean, what do you go ahead? Go ahead. Please so I'm saying, just like the artifact, artifact was saying, they had been exchanging with each other in that region for a long it's, period of time. Hold on, but it's saying it, right? It's <laughs> saying that, that that Egypt was was uh influenced and traded with them too. So I don't understand why you making it a, a big Dude, deal. Uh, it's hey, right talk. there. It's a pottery and other artifacts from the where's Levant. That? Whoa, 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 no, that? stop, stop, on, stop. Yo. Pottery and stop. other stop. artifacts from the Levant that date to the Napatan era have been found in ancient Egypt. Egyptian artifacts dating to this era have been found in Canaan and other regions of the Near East, including Telbark. Uh, and York and Susa in Mesopotamia. So it's saying that Egypt, you can find Egyptian shit there and you can find their shit in Egypt. What is your problem, bro? My problem is you and Susa. <laughs> God just damn. Y'all just, just read that shit and nowhere did it say that Egypt Significantly influence that shit. Man, they sound like they were fucking supposed to say it. That's my motherfucking problem. Yeah, that's why I now, said before. Um, I don't. Now, I really now, not even argue over. Hey, bro. Hey, bro. Right. Don't play, yo. Let's keep it one hundred. You heard. We just read it. That's exactly what happened. Where is the significant formulation of shit come from? Who threw that shit in there? Y'all know what I'm saying, bro. Come on, man. Don't play the game crazy. Well, I'm saying if this thing, my whole point of Why that, was Chef asking my problem, though? And then why would you let him ask me that when you know what my damn problem is? My problem is they need to keep it just like that on both sides. Just like you just read it, bro. But you brought up a source that didn't keep it like that. The source you brought up talked about significant influence, the origin of Egypt. They said all that, bro. And I'm saying that's wrong. Simply they did what he just read right there. That's all they did. Influences back and forth, but the whole significant origin all that stupid shit is some crazy, bad, made up shit, bro. That's not what the archaeological record states. The archaeological record will be more in line with what he just read. Y'all just gave different artifacts and different trade goods coming from Nubia, coming from the Levant, significant trade. That's what really was going on. No more different than China and 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 and, and finding uh, uh Nissan cars in America. That don't mean it's We fight over these articles. You can just say, you know what? I, I object to the word significant and trade. And we say trade goes uh -huh. both ways. Then we can move and we can talk about what was actually you being traded instead of getting. You wouldn't let me do it. Man, come on, man. Dog, go back and play the show. You cut me off. I said, yo, let me bring it in and show you why. I went to the museum. I pulled up the slide. Y'all, you fought me. I want to store it. Yo, you did all of that. 
I didn't do all that. I, I, have, I, I have no I problem with the you. significant. I said, want me to read it? I read this shit for you. Let, and I said, uh, before you go, let's just. Slow I'm it down. done. Hey, 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 so, so I'm finished with that. I, I made have, my point. I have no Come problem on. with significant influence. Like, <laughs> that, I wanted to examine a statement so we can see. So, like, so okay, so let's that. examine. It. Where is the significant influence at, bro? Well, on the origin and the art and on it, where's that at? And I asked y'all to explain it. Y'all ain't did that yet, yo. Because it was y'all like, named the fucking uh, trading field or something. Y'all ain't need to do that yet. By the fourth millennium BC, so they talk about this gemstone, this lapis lazuli that was being traded from uh, its original source in uh, what's he? Afghanistan. And like to Persian, like near Afghanistan, where now I'm not. It's called Afghanistan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm saying, like, and, and that's what they were using coming all the way from Afghanistan, going to Mesopotamia and Egypt. You know what I'm saying? So we could just examine some of the shit that they're talking about. Some of the items. We know that Egypt don't ship back some of the grains and the shit they got from Nubia. And then we could just look at different things and then we can actually see how it pans out. See why they're saying what they're saying. If we need to agree that it's bullshit, awesome. As right as that. That was my whole point. Nope, you wouldn't let me read it. When I was trying to read what, what they're saying now in the, in the fucking museums across the board, Y'all act like the shit wasn't happening. You wouldn't even let me read the shit. I read, I I read it for you. you. I read it. Yo, I'm, listen, man. Like, when I talk, I kind of realize when I'm, when, when I'm chilling that other human beings are listening to us. Right? And there has been a certain narrative that has been portrayed, period, across the board. There has been mistakes made on both sides of the coin. So when I read literature, since I'm familiar, I force myself to, to, to be uh, familiar with the reading material in the museums. I love museums. That's my favorite place. Right? I love reading the works of curators, those who examine the artifacts. I also enjoy archaeology. So when I run across documents, it clearly says that the archaeology and the words and all that has been misinterpreted, right? I say, wow. And then I listen to lectures, Morgan State, uh, Cambridge, Harvard, Yale, uh, 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 um, Berkeley. They all say the same thing now. Uh, you know, like artifacts that we once thought was Egyptian, really wasn't, it was really Nubian. When we thought there was an outside people coming in, it, it really wasn't. When, when, when we made the statement that quote unquote Mesopotamia heavily influenced, it wasn't even that. That they had a full grown culture before they ran into any of them motherfuckers. When I hear that, right, and I understand we, the, the textbooks wasn't given that. And it's not that the textbooks was just straight up racist all along. I mean, you only got what you got. And you got him to interpret the data and the information. So I don't even be trying to play the quote-unquote race card. I'd be simply saying, bro, the running narrative in Egyptology since the 1800s, since Brest is said, a Mediterranean race or an invading race theory. Look it up, invading race theory. 
no, we keep going back over the same stuff. Like we've already. We not like, keep going back over the same stuff because when I think niggas got but, it, y'all start acting. But the whole point is that we're not actually looking at the artifacts and and see and, and seeing what they're talking about. We're not looking to see what are they are, they, are they talking about food. Let's look at some of the. We're not examining that. Instead, we're having a conversation about racism in the early goddamn eighteen hundreds and shit. Instead of just looking at the shit for ourselves. Uh, can I read this? Can I read this? I think this is what Unc is his issues is. It's a Egypt Mesopotamian Mes- Egypt hyphen Mesopotamia relations. Egypt Mesopotamia relations were the relations between the civilizations of ancient Egypt and Mesopotamia in the Middle East. They seem to have developed from the fourth millennia BC, starting in the Uruk period for Mesopotamia. Um, circa 4,000 to 3,100 BCE and the half of and the half of a millennia millennium younger the Gerzen culture of prehistoric Egypt 3,500 to 3,200 BCE and constituted a largely one-way body of influences from Mesopotamia into Egypt prior to a specific Mesopotamian influence there had already been a long-standing influence from west asia into egypt north africa and even into some parts of the horn of africa and the sahil in the form of neolithic revolution from circa 9000 bce the fused advanced agricultural practices and technology gene flow certain animals and possibly proto Afro-Asiatic language into the region. Mesopotamian influences can be seen in the visual arts of Egypt and architecture and technology, weaponry and imported products and livestock and also in the likely transfer of writing from Mesopotamia to Egypt and generated deep-seated parallels in the early stages of of both cultures. Period. What y'all get from that? That Mesopotamia hooked Egypt up. That's all I was saying, yo. And and so to know that shit, man. You know, you know, goodness well what I'm talking about. He's trying to make it seem like I'm just a crazy nigga. No, the but, black no. owls, you the death. Okay, so so you 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 disagree with this? Is basically what no, you're saying? No, no, I don't. The fucking experts do. Alright, alright, so and it's gonna so, take a while, and I'm saying it's gonna take a while to change that. What I'm saying is shit just don't change overnight. And that's what we need to understand about science. Just because now parts of Egyptology, right, are now starting to reckon uh Egypt in its African context doesn't mean the whole goddamn body of of, of Egyptologists is doing it. It doesn't mean that. I but what it does mean is that things are starting to change. That they're moving from, like, say, moving from thinking people came out the Bible to evolution. Very slow. Remember in 1974, you would think by 1974, everybody was on board with evolution. But it was not. Oh, you would think that the Stoops monkey trial didn't have to occur in uh, the 80s. But it did. Right. But let's, get that, let's get back to that. So it's slow. That's all I'm saying. So that right there is not with the up-to-date information. Oh, uh, well, That's you know it I'm got saying. source. It got sources in it, right? So that's fine. So, yeah, 
Yeah. Yeah. All that's right, so they got us. It's not going to show on here. Damn it. Oh, you can't? No, because my screen. Um, it's, it's basically uh, they have a comparison of ancient Egyptian art, right? Um, that's a book written by John Wiley and Son. They uh, use page two, I mean, uh, 427 out of that book. And that book was written in 2014. All right. Then they have. 2014? Yeah. Then they have um, the Dictionary of Ancient Egypt um, from the British Museum, uh, 1995, page 109. All right. And then let's see, source four. Um, Earliest Egyptian glyphs. I guess that's the source that's talking about the written language, some of it being... um, coming from Mesopotamia. Um, they using uh, Michelle Larkin, Earliest Egyptian Glyphs, Archaeology, Archaeological Institute of America. Um, and that's 2012, February 2012. How long ago is that, 12? It's like 10, 15 years, years, right? 11. 11 years. All right. All right. And... Let's see. Let's go to another one. Hold on. All right. Now let's read this. There was generally a high level of trade between ancient Egypt and the Near East throughout the pre-dynastic period of Egypt during the Nakata II period. That's 3600 to 3350 BCE and the Nakata III period from 3350 to 2950 BCE phase. These were contemporary with the late Uruk, which was 3600 to 3100 BCE, and the Jemdet Nazar, 3100 to 2900 BCE periods in Mesopotamia. The main period of cultural influence, particularly consisting in the transfer of Mesopotamian imagery, symbols, and technology to Egypt, is considered to have lasted about 250 years during the Nakata II period to Dynasty I periods. All right? And they have, I think, four sources for this. Let's go to the first one. Um, they use in the Companion of Ancient History again uh, for the first source, and that was... What year? What year is that? 2014. All right, just keep giving me the years. All, All right. right. Um, they use that again for the seventh source, and that's the same source, 2014. Um, let's go to eight. Yeah, okay, eight. They use in the conference from William Fox Albright, uh, Continental. And that is 1996, the study of the ancient Near East in the 21st century. Um, that's 1996. All right. Now, design and objects. All right. Distinctly foreign objects and art forms entered Egypt during this period, indicating 
contacts with with several parts of Western Asia. The designs that were emulated by Egyptian artists are numerous. The Yurk priest king with uh, his tunic and uh, brimmed hat in the posture of the master of animals and the seropods, winged griffins, snakes around the Rosettes, boats with high prowls, all characteristic of long-established Mesopotamian art of the late Yurk um, period, which was 3350 to 3200 BCE period. The same priest king is visible in several older Mesopotamian works of art of the end of the Uruk period, such as the blue monuments, cylinder seals, and statues. Objects such as the Jebel el Arak knife handle, which has uh, patently, which has patently Mesopotamian relief carvings on it, have been found in Egypt, and the silver, which appears in this period, can only have been obtained in Asia Minor. All right, they have. Uh, they have a few sources in this paragraph, um, but they they cutting Egypt up bad, huh? They cut. Which time period? Um, nine nineteen ninety six. The ancient. Huh? That's I'm saying. It feels not saying them type of things no more. That's the point. I so, get it. So, so hold and on. I'm not even mad at. No, no, no. Hold on, hold on. So no. Slow down. Slow, uh, down. slow down. So you're saying. The, the the sources are not correct about the influences no more. So those things didn't come from Mesopotamia. Uh, right. I'm, I'm saying it's the way you interpret the way you interpret the the way you interpret it, yo. Yeah, you know you can interpret it and, and that's what science is about. But it's even about, it comes uh, from if the oldest <laughs> estimation to these things are found in Mesopotamia for, uh, they're finding these things in in Mesopotamia first, right? And then if they find the same type of things in Egypt at a later hold on, if they find the same type of things in Egypt at a later period, then who do you think? And, and they we know that it was a trade back and forth. So that those same people, those different people, are going to come up with the same artistic. Uh, designs uh, on two different continents like on their own when we know that they have that they that they are in contact with each other and if I find it in Mesopotamia older and then I find it um, later in Egypt you saying that the new scholars is saying that what what I'm 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 I'm, I'm out of words yo Good, but I'm not. I'm just getting started. You want to say something? Uh... No, I'm saying like, I, 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 show me what a, the, the new scholars are talking about interpretation, right? I get that, but they're not saying that the dating and the materials found in Mesopotamia later found in Egypt. That's not. They're not. They're not refuting that that type of shit. Okay, so 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 the Egyptian pyramids gave rise to 
uh, uh, pyramids and China pyramids and and, and Mesoamerican <laughs> well, well, and all that. Bro, bro, why, why we got Why we just stay with? Well, I said I, I said it for a reason though. And you know why I said. It. So things can appear in different places and have different origins to it. Doesn't have it doesn't have to be that, and it doesn't have to be that. Y'all supposed to know that. Yeah. Like it, it's really possible to have a long necked. Matter of fact, the giraffes is indigenous, what, Asia and Africa, right? Um, they found so, materials that you can only found in, in that region, and they found that there in, in Egypt. I only know through trade, though. I know through trade, though, bro. Okay. No, 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 no. And it's, it's not just... about the Mosaic. Yeah, it's not just trade. The they, they said that the Egyptian, uh, you, they copied the artistic styles. So it, it wasn't that they was just importing goods. They actually was creating those right. same things okay. that they yeah. That. Okay, I'm with you. So so, but y'all do know right that that you could get a group that actually copied that style, and that mm -hmm. wasn't the whole of East because it wasn't. It never was that. Right? You can have an African American like me. I got a Buddha statue in my house. Right? That don't mean that the African American. Was was influenced by Buddha. That just means that my particular family like Buddha. Buddha statues in the house. See these all these things they for us to understand. And I'm saying they took advantage of that shit because we just ain't realized that shit. And we we ran with it so crazy on the other end. Well, you know the Egyptian pyramids influenced all pyramids around the world. Just slap stupid shit, right? We and so we get as you as you measure shit, you will be measured. Right? As you set a stand in one direction, that shit gonna come right back to you. So so all these things we reading, we have overemphasized it to even it up. The same way the whole conversation with Diops, you know, at the conference of saying Egyptians was black, you know what I'm saying? Putting a racial connotation right, to, to Africa and Egypt, which was slap wrong. It just was wrong. And even his wealth of knowledge and evolution, I'm not even sure why would do that? And it's a little bit confusing to me because I'm thinking that he was thinking or trying to say that uh, African and black was synonymous, like he was using the same the same way, right? Because he because in his books he talks about evolution. So if you so if you teach an evolution, talking about evolution, you would not make the mistake in thinking that there was a black race. You, you feel me? Yeah, so I, I'm just saying like. Mm -hmm. That artifacts right there could have been found amongst the facts. Like, like y'all do know that an archaeologist could find a coke can that was kind of chopped in half and then would interpret it as being the, the, the god of the coke or something stupid like that, right? Mm -hmm. So I, I'm just making a point that it didn't have to be, those artifacts didn't have to represent what um, the whole country was doing. It could just represent a family, a clan. It but could have, um, but I mean, I. I'm just going to assume that those individuals are smart enough to think of that too. Like if we're just no. using logic, yeah. right? No, so man, I'm saying, do you, do you have something that's saying that that's what they're saying now? They're saying that that transference, that Mesopotamian culture that's appearing in Mesopotamia and also can group in conjunction with Egyptian shit. It's just, it's really a one-off. It's just some nigga who had it at his crib chilling but, it wasn't really what they what niggas in the Egyptian was going on. Like it wasn't in the normal, like the normal palette of cylinder seal. That's 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 clay shit, right? That, like 
So it's in political and, and um, propaganda pieces. So do you show me where they're saying like, no, nah, that was just like some one-off. Yo, the norm, the norm, the norm of palette wasn't a political nothing. It was a makeup thing. I, but I, mean, I said it was a makeup woman. thing, but it's propaganda. No, no, you said it was political. You said it was propaganda. I said it's propaganda. I'm saying a woman. I'm saying a woman. No, dog. I'm saying a woman owned that, bro. Of course, it's a makeup piece, huh? but sometimes you put propaganda. No, on. not a makeup piece. It's just no, something no. you crush makeup on. It doesn't. Okay, okay, something you crush makeup on, huh? All right, right, nigga, so you, you ever had shit around your house that got something um, on it don't mean you're all political with it? It doesn't mean you're all political with it, but the fact that it's on the shit that Crush Makeup with is propaganda because they're celebrating the, the greatness of their damn, of, uh, of Norma. So even though it's a clay piece, it's not necessarily, I don't have, it don't necessarily have to be a political accurate event. It's propaganda. And we already had this discussion and agreed about propaganda. Okay, so why you talking about the propaganda reading? in Mesopotamia, though? I'm just asking. Oh, before everybody get off, so people won't know where we at, let's finish this. Um, yeah, yeah. Th this article. You know what I mean? That, but I feel y'all, y'all, y'all go back to y'all corners. Y'all doing good. <laughs> <laughs> y'all doing good. I know y'all ready for each other. <laughs> All right. Everybody get their water, get their fresh up. You know? <laughs> I can't do it a couple. I gotta, you know what I'm saying? I'd be like, be like, no, hey, so, hey, so, hey, so, hey, so, sir, you're a little bit different tonight. You're a little bit different tonight, bro. Because I can't do it. You you was horrible at. Thank you. I'm not trying to do it. Nice yeah, y'all doing good. Y'all actually doing good, yo. Yeah, yeah I, mean, but I got I got to break like y'all apart a little bit so we can yeah. get through it. Yeah, my yeah, mouse, my mouse, my mouse near the X button, just in case. <laughs> everybody drink some water. Let's chill out. Get ready for round two. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Get ready for round two, folks. All right, now, now in this in this uh paragraph, Unc is gonna address um your main contentions right here. So I, I think the article is actually uh, being fair. Cause so let's get into it. Um, <clears throat> all right. Red slipped all right, Mesopotamian style art in Egypt, 3,500 BCE. All right. Red slip spouted pottery items dating to around 3,500 BCE in the Nak Nakata two, um, which were probably used for pouring water, beer or wine suggest that Egypt was in contact with with and being influenced by Mesopotamia around that time. This type of pottery was manufactured in Egypt with Egyptian clay, but its shape, particularly the spout, is certainly Mesopotamian in origin. Such vessels were new and rare in pre-dynastic Egypt, but had been commonly manufactured in the Mesopotamian cities of Nippur and Uruk for centuries. This indicated that Egyptians were familiar with Mesopotamian types of pottery. The discovery of these vessels initially encouraged the development of the dynastic race theory 
according to which Mesopotamians would have established the first pharaonic line, but is now considered by many scholars to be simply indicative of cultural influence and borrowings circa 3500 BCE, although there is an established gene flow from Mesopotamia and West Asia into Egypt. Spouted jaws of Mesopotamian design start to appear in Egypt in the Nakata II period. Various Uruk pottery vases and containers have been found in Egypt in Nakata context, confirming that Mesopotamian finished goods were imported into Egypt, although the past contents of the jaws have not been determined yet. Scientific analysis of ancient wine jars in Abydos has shown that there was some high-volume wine trade with the Levant and Mesopotamia during this period. Now, you have a whole bunch of sources in here. But um, right there, that led to people thinking, you know, or postulating that uh, dynastic race theory. I know Unc talked about that before, um, but the, the new scholars... The new scholar, hold on. The new scholars are saying that they don't rock with the dynastic uh, race theory. That uh, people from Western Asia didn't, you know, uh, start Egypt, but they, but they did trade and it was influence. So go ahead. Um, so saying, um, yeah, right. And that wine that that they didn't make that wine in Egypt. That wine came from that Levant Levant region, and it talks about how they develop a taste for that wine. You know what I'm saying? And that was one of the uh, one of the trick things that they traded for on a regular basis. It's like early as a uh, uh, let me see, let me pull it up. Let's see if I can share. You about to share your screen? Yeah. No, no. Matter of fact, go ahead. Go ahead. Keep yeah. doing what you're doing. Keep doing. Yeah, right, yeah. Go, go I ahead, think you already you already touched on in that in that thing with the wine with the pottery, but also it's it's establishing to the wine itself. Mm-hmm. They, they couldn't make they didn't make that wine in Egypt. That wine came from uh, the Levant region and shit. Go ahead. So what was they supposed to put this shit in? <laughs> they would have had no choice but to put it in the shit. But if they made it in Levant, they would have to put it in the shit the date that they that they made they, you know what I'm saying? They bought mm-hmm. to ship it in. Right. Wouldn't make sense to ship it in a damn Egyptian jar. That's stupid as hell. That's, no. that's your whole that's no, your whole thing, the whole style. Huh? They just they're just talking about they they're basically though saying like that gets, I think the main thing that is proven more thoroughly is contact. You know what I'm saying? Like contact, 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 contact. 3,000, 4,000 millennium. You know what I mean? So that's what I get out of it. All right. Now they have a whole bunch of sources in here for this. Let's see. Um, Teeter, Emily. Before the pyramids, the origin of Egyptian civilization. Uh, they don't even have a date on that book. Well, it's not right here in the source. If I click on it, it might. I can find. Let me see. Uh, it's two thousand eleven. All right. Um. Let's see. I think that's the same source. 
Hey, but what you're reading though ain't much different than what the world encyclopedia said outside of significance. You take significant out and it would be going along the, the same lines of what they were uh, proposing. Um, All right, they got Cambridge Press, 1987. Um, I don't know. So, y'all want me to continue? All right. No, I'm saying so that's the fight, but that's the pushback right there. And 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 I think I want to highlight who who came up with the raising invading race theory. What was almost like they call him the father of Egyptology, breasted. Uh, remember, he he started the uh, um the um the Oriental Institute of Chicago, right? Mm-hmm. So it's it's all there. So this 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 guy, right? One of the greatest Egyptologists. Who started the Oriental Institute? He named it the Oriental Institute. Where's the Orient located at? In Asia, right? Like, like all this, all this is done on purpose. All this is branding. All this is done, and it's taking African Egypt out of its proper African context. That's what's really going on. So, and, and, and it's not that I'm saying it; it's that that's what the historians are actually saying. The historians say this. I'm not a historian. I'm not an expert. I simply transmit what the experts and historians are saying. So you saying this it, article is doing that? No, 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 no. I'm saying no. We were talking about the rating invading race theory. This oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They they say they don't fuck with that. Right. This article Point. said that this just proves contact and influence. Yeah, I mean, not that. It, uh, but but it, it also said that all of the the, the cultural and and um, uh, tangible things that they traded, they also said that you know the Western Asians and Mesopotamians also their genes are found in um, uh, North Africa and Egypt also. So, but um, why wouldn't you find them there if they trading? Yeah, well that that's what yeah, they said. I did. So, yeah, that makes sense. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's part of what him is doing. All right. So, adoption of Mesopotamian style mace heads. Um, then they got cylinder seals. They got other objects. I mean, this is just a repeat of uh, the different things that, you know, category of things that they found uh, yeah, in yeah. Egypt that was influenced by. Uh, Mesopotamia and Western Asia, but they right there next to each other. Why wouldn't they? Like it would be, you know. So, Unc, you're saying let's do the same thing for Mesopotamia and see if they right. say that uh, whether yeah. North Africa influenced uh, Mesopotamia. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah, go get Mesopotamia. Go get it, and they're gonna do the normal shit you're supposed to do. <laughs> you supposed to deal with the people around the shit, directly around the shit, and not go ten thousand miles and get some and do that like and play that game like that. They're not. They're not even going to begin to do it. You know why? Because the whole running thing was that nobody in itself could have ever possibly uh, influenced the great white northern race because that was the running thing that the great white white northern race actually. Uh, 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 Gave rise to Egypt, and that's why I brought it up yesterday. And once again, they threw to y'all threw tomatoes at. 
Like, like maybe I wasn't putting it together right or something. Trying to show you the running thing. And so that particular article tries to uh, change it a little bit, right? Thank you, but not enough. Not enough. Now in 2022, they're, they're really moving towards, like, they, they're wanting to reorganize artifacts, right? They want to go back. They're they really saying they need to go back in all the museums because this shit is spread all over the fucking planet Earth now, right? And they were saying, you yeah, know, that's an impossible task. But we need to relook at all the fucking artifacts. So the whole fucking study of Egyptology from the oh, onset Yo, they was just crazy. killed it. That's... Oh, man. What? It says, although there are many examples of Mesopotamian influence in Egypt in the fourth millennium BCE, the reverse is not true. <laughs> right, see? Right. And, there, look, and there are no traces of Egyptian influence in Mesopotamia at any time, clearly indicating a one-way flow of ideas. Damn, Egypt, right. phony. I'm done with Egypt, right. yo. Y'all didn't let me, y'all didn't let me down. Y'all y'all let me down. Oh, I... Nah, I'm I ain't gonna argue that, bro. I'm gonna chill. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna stay right oh, there. They got yeah, sources in here, though. They got sources, so yeah, get you the source. They're gonna be nineteen. They're gonna be uh uh. uh what what? Go ahead, read the source. Watch watch time period ninety three. Watch. Go ahead. You, you ain't gonna see no twenty twenty. 20, you ain't gonna find it. Go ahead. Um, this is one of their other sources. Let's see where this lead us to. Oh, it lead us to what's this? Archaeology America, the Archaeological Institute of America. Um, so I guess it come out of this article. I can put it in the back chat for y'all. And it was written, this is 1999. All right. Um, man. Yeah, that was, that was a blow right there though, y'all. A blow to who? Not, not a blow to the, not a blow to the well study. That's that's a blow right there, <laughs> man. That was now. Y'all can go ahead and talk. I'm. I gotta get myself together. <laughs> that was nasty. So, do you think that's real, Sosa? Uh, you ride with, you ride with that, Sosa. Go imagine that, yo. No, nah, I would say I think it's a blow. Think about China with the United States, <laughs> but 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 no influence in the United States and China. Think about that. Like, how hard would that be? How hard is that to trade with a motherfucker for damn near 3,000 years and you take nothing from them? Who the fuck wrote that, bro? That shit don't... Do you realize that Egypt actually ruled the Mediterranean, yo? They, they ruled that. And you're so, saying... They didn't... Right there, you, you can read the book. Uh, it's called when, 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 when Egypt Ruled the East, bro. So they ruled all, all the way up to their gen. Yo, uh, I think they just playing with you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> they can't uh, be this. I mean, that, this, 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 this is why I came on for, uh, I think they really trolling. just playing. 
They cannot be this no illiterate. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not even really buying this at this point, man. This don't let, I just hate the fact that this don't even buy it to it, because they got to be playing it. I like what I'm saying. So that's what it is. That's right now. But nobody believes what they reading right now. They can't. Wait a minute. Let's address something though. So all this time, Bobby Banker has been trying to display how and why uh, scientific racism and other biases have been injected into history, uh, trying to dispel that, but without being spooky or pseudo. There's a fine line with that, but this is somewhat the point or the exercise. You know, when we examine sources and, and the, the people that we get the sources from, what were their intentions and, and different things like that. Um, this will also be a good time to address why we were here. We got caught up on the subject of the deification of the river of the flood, right? Mm -hmm. But there were some other points that were made um, yesterday or the day before that some people in the chat been asking about. So let's address them. Um, and those other points have to do with the importance of the Mediterranean. <laughs> Uh, some people felt that okay. the Mediterranean was deified mm -hmm. or just as important, if not more important than the Nile. That was said or uh, that premise was made. Mm -hmm. Corey. Mm, Corey took okay. the link. But, <laughs> Go ahead. Okay. But, you know, this was like a kind of a, um, this was like a double sided a twofold question or a threefold question because it wasn't just about the deification of the river, river but there were other uh, issues or contention but again this still goes to you know that kind of scientific racism impl implementation and we have to be careful of that even when we're looking at so-called you know um, verifiable sources or academic consensus because we know they have gotten it wrong you know and we got to be careful and that that's sometimes why the blackology steps in or things were done, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, for propaganda and things of that nature because to combat that. So let's, let's be clear with that. Mm. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, but Stephen, you you gotta, I know you just playing, bro. I know. I know I'm, I, that's on wiki. I, I just did this in real time. I pulled up, we read. But, but, okay, let me ask you this. Everything you pull up, you believe? Oh my God. This do, ain't about do, do, hold up, watch it. And do you uh do you not understand what Uncle's saying is when you pull up these sources and they say these things that this argument was made long time ago as to try to suppress the um importance of Egypt and trying to put the outside culture over the, the African culture, even though y'all saying um, Egypt is not the African culture, I'm pretty sure I don't really agree. I don't really think y'all believe that either. See, what they're doing is they're making the European culture, which is Mesopotamia, the mother of the African culture. Y'all don't see that? Mm -hmm. See, so you got to look at what the what the dynamics of what the what the game is is being played. I'm not hurt by got, that. Though. We got what y'all are demonizing. I'm not hurt by that. Huh? I'm not hurt by that. 
Well, then why are you arguing for Mesopotamia? No, I'm, I'm saying... Because basically, if, in a if, nutshell, if, you're arguing that Mesopotamia is the mother of all civilizations. I'm not... Oh, okay. this is what I... This is what we what we read, right? Okay, but yeah, what you read, read but, but you read that with in a in opposition to Egypt being the origins of the, of all civilizations. I read... I tried to read both sides, right? Yeah, it, it wouldn't well, really I didn't about, hear that, bro. It wasn't really yeah. about being the origin of it because both of them had civilization. It just influenced. Right. Like, you can, two, two civilizations can go up simultaneously, just like Nubia and Egypt were contemporaries. So I'm saying, but, you see what I'm saying? So it's just talking about influence. You know what I'm saying? Like, we would argue that Egypt influenced Nubia more. Some people argue that Nubia influenced Egypt more. But they still were, uh, you know, civilization that sprouted up, uh, you know, independently they did their own thing you know what i'm saying i don't think they sprout okay just watch this i'm gonna add chefs for this okay now do you you know about nubian new you know about nubian group a b and c right you know about that right no but go ahead okay with nubian a b and c predates egypt right so they're using the terms nubia and groups a b and c but then when egypt formed Nubia disappears into the sixth to the sixth um, dynasty. So how does how does how do they start off being Nubian? The, the civilization start off being Nubian, and then they wait another thousand years to say anything about Nubians again. Yeah, you but it's, what I'm it's saying? not it's not saying that Egypt didn't already have culture and sophistication, right? It, it has to. I don't know. I feel y'all. Yeah, you're talking about the origins. I'm, I'm just talking <laughs> I, about how you how, I, do, I don't, you, how I, do you start off with the civilization being Nubia and it and it being in Nubia where Tasetti is at. But then when it turns into Egypt, you don't hear about no more Nubian stuff until the sixth dynasty. I'm just saying we cool with Wikipedia until it don't support our view. No, this is this is just what the archaeology says. This ain't even got nothing to do with what, what Wikipedia is talking about. It, it, it's We're called, talking about what the documentation is and the ori and the orientation that Europeans put on it. Because you know, we didn't put this history together. Europeans got here before us, and they and everything we're reading is what they subsupposed. So now you got what y'all demonize Afrocentrists going back and looking over what Europeans did and saying, hey, man, I question this, this, and this. You're really going against the grain of your own people I, because you're demonizing I, I them as Afrocentric. I'm not all demonizing. All these words y'all doing, y'all doing, this, this is what y'all doing. Y'all using these say. words to demonize African scholarship and saying they just, they're just, um, uh, just did it in the Hold on, we, we, we read, did. hold on, we That's read, we read, we'll you. we read, we read Egypt's um, Mesopotamian influence on Egypt, right? We read that. Then, to be fair, Unc said, let's see if they, you know, the influences that Egypt had on Mesopotamia, right? And when we pulled it up in that same encyclopedia, they got a paragraph to say that the influence wasn't significant on the other side. We don't see that. Basically, it was a one-way thing. What Unc is trying to inform you of, if you're going to run into those type of articles because of the prejudice that they that they placed on the whole thing. I, I don't know these you, people. They might be racist and prejudiced, yo. They, you might be right. Well, Y'all okay. might be right. Well, you, so you say you don't know nothing about prejudice. On no, the, I'm on saying that I don't know these people to be. But if y'all saying that they racist 
and they pushing a racist agenda, then I, I will accept that from y'all. That's the reason why the archaeology bears these finds out. Or the shit okay, that so they find. Hold on. Hold on, Jay. The shit that they finding on the ground is because of racism. Like the the shit yeah, that they digging up and finding is because of racism. All right, I'm gonna roll with that. Like, because y'all said I I have no way to I I don't have no source to say that is not racism. So Right, right. And it would be better if the argument was no, we actually had that artifact in uh, Egypt or Nubia earlier than that. Yeah, like we, we do. never okay, well then demonstrate that instead of just saying these niggas is racist. No, so we no, understand no, we, racism yeah, see, exists. We understand the order. been flipped over to the black side. I, I'm, I'm, saying, no, I'm saying, like, bring I'm saying, it's like, let's just people. deal with the information. Like, we already had enough conversation on breast and great white, a great white race theory. So now we can just examine the shit for ourselves, and then we can see the certain biases ourselves, and then we can, you know, what I'm saying, then we can make a fair uh, assessment of what's going on. But if we read something, you can't just go, them niggas is racist. And then don't bear any information or any facts to support the what they're saying is incorrect. So so um Cedric put a, a joint in the back chat. I'm gonna read it. All right. So when you well, I'm just saying, Chef, so if you look at all the artifacts that between Mesopotamia and Egypt today, who has the most artifacts? Well, well, if you, if you got the now, info, hold on. Let, 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 just, that's I'm saying, if you got the info, then go ahead and lay it out so we can see it. So you don't know that it's it's far more um, artifacts. It, the only thing I do is go to a museum like we keep, they keep Educate saying. Us, You're going to find ahead. 10 times more artifacts from Egypt than you're going to find from anywhere on the planet. Why? Educate us. Because Mesopotamia gave it to them. Now, listen. That's I'm right. <laughs> no, I'm just right. messing with you. But, um... All right, Cedric said this is a more balanced um, article that he put in the back chat, so I'm going to read it. Um, it says, and this is from study.com. Do y'all accept that? Is that on Paul with Wiki? Study.com, is that cool? I don't want to hear Bro, nobody I'm crying. Go ahead. Afterwards, okay. No, I'm just saying you can read any source, bro, it's, and it can say anything. I'm All just right, saying, but, but the thing about this, hold on, the thing about this article, Cedric, um, I know you're probably doing something because you ain't talking, but the thing about this article versus the wiki articles is the wiki articles got sources and links in there uh, telling you where they're getting this information from versus um, the study.com is just straight paragraphs with no sources in it, so. Um, not saying that it's not true or that we're not going to listen to it, but um, I, I know you understand what I'm saying, but here we go. Compare uh, and uh, contrast ancient Mesopotamia and Egypt. Mesopotamia and Egypt are two of the most famous influential of all ancient societies. Um, there are many similarities between these Mesopotamia and Egypt. But there are also many differences. These societies rose and fell at different times, had vastly different environments and wonderfully different and diverse cultures. They both, however, were located in a similar area of the world, had similar social structures, and developed many of the same techno technological advancements. 
Um, this lesson will explore Mesopotamia and Egypt as separate societies and as they relate to one another. This lesson will also compare and contrast the ancient societies of Mesopotamia and Egypt. Similarities. What did e Egyptian and Mesopotamian societies have in common? Mesopotamia and Egypt were both some of the earliest complex societies on Earth. Mesopotamia emerged as a society roughly 6,000 years ago, located in modern-day Iraq and Kuwait. Mesopotamia means between two rivers. Looking at a map of the area, it is easy to see how this region acquired this name. Situated between two rivers, the Tigris to the uh, north and the Euphrates to the south, the region of Mesopotamia was ideal for the development of agriculture. The river's flooding meant that nutrient-rich silt was deposited into the banks of the river, created a fertile area highly supportive of agriculture. Similarly, Egypt emerged as a society on the banks of a river 5,500 years ago, which would be 500 years later than Mesopotamia. Um, and 3,500 to 30 to 3000 BCE, the people settled along the Nile River began to develop writing and complex religion. Agriculture had been practiced in the Nile Valley, in the Nile River Valley, as early as 6000 BCE to 8000 years ago. Like the Mesopotamian rivers, the Nile flooded and deposited rich silt on the banks. In fact, this flooding was so important that the ancient Egyptian word for the Nile was, was or, meaning black. Hold on, let me read that again. That was, hold on. In fact, this flooding was so important that the ancient Egyptian word for the Nile was or meaning black in reference to the dark rich sediment that flooded the banks with astonishing, astonishing regularity each year located uh, in the most Northern Northeastern region of the African continent. Egypt was only separated from the nearby Mesopotamian region by the Sinai Peninsula and the Arabian Peninsula. Um, okay, now we about to get into it. Location, river valleys. A common theme among the earliest human societies is their proximity to major rivers. Mesopotamia and Egypt were both situated along the banks of major rivers, the rivers provided vital structure to the creation of early societies, provided fresh moving water, stagnant silt uh, water, stagnant still water, can harbor disease and bacteria, 
much more often than flowing water. Transportation and trade methods, water to support crops, and uh, regular flooding uh, schedules that enriched the soil on the banks and provided nutrients to crops. This shit got my eyes hurt. The Tigris and the Euphrates rivers framed the Mesopotamian River Valley. The enriched soil, fresh water, and regular flooding meant that agriculture and development in this, re in this region very early. In fact, this area of the world is known as the cradle of civilization. People were domesticating plants and animals in this region very early, and there is evidence of agriculture as early as 12,000 years ago, 10,000 BC. The Mesopotamians grew barley, wheat, peas, beans, uh, apples, figs, garlic, and cucumbers. Similarly, Egypt emerged on the banks of the Nile River, supported by its water and regular flooding. Uh, the Egyptians cultivated many crops, including barley, incron, a type of wheat, lentils, beans, fruits, like dates, figs, and grapes. Other crops were introduced uh, as time passed, and the Egyptians had increasing contact with their neighbor, neighboring regions. Agriculture in Egypt likely began on a large scale around 6,000 BCE, but individual farmers and cultivators were probably practicing smaller-scale agriculture much earlier. Um, religion and social structure. Hi, Bido. My point is that they're talking more about the simultaneous development of these cultures, which is a point I've been trying to make all the time, that people be humaning all over the world. We talk about influences, but I say they develop the same technologies, the same type of behaviors, and not necessarily influenced by. So at the point that they started to, to trade, it was pretty much just trade because people be humaning all over the world. And these modern articles are making that type of point simultaneously next to each other, not predominantly influenced by. Yeah, but even, even when I speak of simultaneously, though, they give you a date. They influence, you know what I'm saying? Oh, ahead, like, both ways. Ideas, ideas flow both ways. I mean, that's just human. That's just human things. Like, it don't matter what word, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That, that's the point and I'm trying you, to make. It's impossible that it's one-sided. Yeah, but and, but what they were also giving you dates to show, like, uh, when one population developed farming, like, you know, I think what, the Mesopotamia was thousands. Yeah, 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 yeah. Watch this, watch this. Hold on, hold on one second. Let me finish this before you watch this. Hold on. Right? So when they, when they talk about the trade, see, sometimes what they talk about is that influence is... is Sometimes it's indirect. The, the idea spreads, and so the so, yes. so sometimes uh, different uh, ideas spread, and that lead to uh, to other things popping off. So that's why I was like, we should do a show on farming, 
so we can see where certain things come from, where certain things originate from, and then we can draw a parallel and get a better understanding of uh, the spreading of such things. Agreed, so, so, um, the, uh, the, the Mesopotamian had a 500-year approximate jump on uh, uh, their counterparts on the other side of the of the river of the Sinai. And I, indeed, so at the point that they started to settle in that region, they've probably been influenced by, and like the article said, they were small scale. Well, when they realized and got into contact with a technology that was more, way more advanced, they, they started to really do it on a large scale. Yes, yep. but it was not even, necessarily even, even. that they, they, they developed that culture and came over and because they they. they Nobody's making an argument. Yeah, yeah, that's not. The, yeah, that's what I said. Nobody. You, you, you can even have influence even in the time of war. It's like, for instance, the cherry. The cherry didn't originate in Egypt. It came from Indo-Europeans and shit. But they, they made it. They, they took it and made it their own way. You know what I'm saying? Even, even, even when you look at uh, American history, even though we, even, even though we was in the predicament we was in, we still influenced the country. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Right, right. So I think it's like, and I, I, I'm open to, uh, to to understand in both ways, but it seems like, you know, it's always a contention if you even imply that that just people influence other people's. And I'd be like, I don't see why we argue about no, and those are, that, that, that underlying because, tone again, somebody coming into the community, coming into the community, I keep saying it. I was a Charlton Heston Egyptian dude. If you would have asked me a couple of years ago before I started watching Star and stuff where Egypt is at, I would have tell you somewhere in Saudi Arabia, of course, it's over right, there, because it was completely taken out of Egypt. And then I listened to guys like Alex Jones for years, who would tell you straight up, no, no, it's it's Europeans yeah, and people from Mesopotamia that developed no. So I'm saying when I hear a certain tone and a certain rhetoric, my ear goes up because I know that that underlying tone already exists. So I get Ang's point and we try to look at it. And, and when I see something like the influence was one sided, I go, OK, stop sign. I don't buy nothing I just read. Because I think also look at how when one fell and then when the other one kept going for like a, a thousand years later, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, you know, you got to, I think that they're factoring that into the equation too, you know what I'm saying? But I would agree in, in it being, you know, it going both ways, you know what but I'm saying? Know, but they just say significance, a little significance, but still influence. They just say not on a large scale. But see, you got to also understand the Mesopotamia is a Greek word. That's the first thing you got to you got to interject that off into the equation. So what were they calling? So Greeks didn't even have no influence in the inception of whatever these two civilizations was. So it wasn't called Mesopotamia. I don't understand. That's the first thing you got. You got to acknowledge that. I mean, why? I don't understand the significance in that though. Because it's not. It's not a civilization at the same time that we're talking about. It only becomes Mesopotamia to Greek interject the word. No, Mesopotamia. I mean, we know about the Sumerians and when they did this shit. This shit started around 4100 BCE, going up until 17-something. Egypt went on after that, continued on after that. And they even talk about how the Sumerians 
this shit wasn't um it was what i'm saying is why we interject in mesopotamia when that's not even a real thing into the conversation shit why shouldn't we I just mean, talk about what the sumerians or whatever that civilization is and i and um Opposed to what Kemet was at the time, because we're in the real term. Where are the Sumerians? Because that's what that's what, that's what a lot of confusion. Is and what location are the Sumerians? In? See, that's what I'm saying. You do you do you now? Mesopotamia. See what I'm saying? Mesopotamia. Yeah, but um, people in the same t- time span is what we're talking about. The people who created cuneiform, they wasn't called Mesopotamia. So who would identify those people and that and whatever culture that they call that? Then we can start from right there. Because I ask people, like, where do you start your history at? People be talking about with the Big Bang and all kind of shit. But you got to start it with writing because that's all you all we y'all been arguing about this whole time is what was written and what you can prove. That's the only thing we've been arguing this whole time. Europeans gave us the date of Adam and Eve. We found out that shit was wrong. Now we searching for where the real truth is, where history starts at. This is what this is. Yeah, well, right. So let's just simplify this and not, not make time. this complicated. What is his, where does history start? It starts with writing. Writing starts, they both start right around the same time. That's why they don't, you know I mean? Some people will say, uh, yeah, some yeah, people yeah. say, but it start, it's right around the same time. So it's not that. Uh, right. Yeah. So, yeah. So no. I would agree with right. that. But see, that's them conceding to the point to where we've been trying to push back. But at first, at first, what they were saying was Mesopotamia was the origin. Then you get the pushback from the people like Dr. Clark and our people. Right, but now they're conceding and saying, well, okay, so now it's the same like, time. So, they, so, don't, they, don't, they ain't going to never concede and say, oh, Africa was first. Let's see so, them do that. But, I'm but they're not so, going to do that. So now they're going to shift the goalposts and say, we're all, yeah, it's about the same time. But then you go and find some stuff that, that predate them, and then y'all don't even acknowledge it. It's crazy. Predation, but why don't so so it's best for us to not start the the, uh, the information base in the eighties and nineties. We just pick it up in the in, in the two thousand, the fifteen, the twenty, the twenty, and we start from there, right? Um, I, so, I so tend okay, to where do you find the old mathematical can, um, evidence at? Where do you find that? Do you find it in Mesopotamia, or do they, you find they it contributed in that to eat. They contributed. I mean, not Mesopotamia, whatever that area is. I'm they contributed. They, they are in the, the papyrus. Those are them, you know, to Egypt. But I mean, they had to have under, some type of form. Okay, so okay, we we established that. Let's we can get rid of that. So when you find the oldest medical um, evidence, where do you find that at? See, that you can just knock this out real easy. Where do you find yeah, it? What about thing, evidence that don't I, count no more? At the same time, the the um, twelve the twelve month calendar and uh, the sixty second came out of Mesopotamia. You know what I mean? So we could b- argue back and forth about these things, but um, for me, like history goes a little bit further back because we got more tools now. We got archaeology, we got DNA, so we understand that these people were in close proximity. There's movement back and forth. We are we we dissected the fact. That, that the blackest of, uh, of Sudanese has a high ratio of Eurasian in them. We, 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 we're growing and understanding. Some of us are catching up. Some of us are learning new information. And I am, I am not a blackologist. I just like to put things in its proper context and flush information out. And a lot of this I don't know. So I'm just engaging in the exercise. What I'm trying to 
what we're trying to iron out is, and I get your point, is um, um, you, they ain't gonna never acknowledge who came before, uh, and and the came before stuff that that those arguments could go both ways. But what we need to take out of the equation, for example, my personal gripe with hearing the word Mediterranean culture comes with the baggage of knowing there is a context in which there is a sentiment that uh, the African, uh, uh, authentic African culture could not have been developed without the uh, um, intellectual influence from the Mesopotamian and the Eurasian cultures. Now that is what irks me when I hear Mediterranean culture. That's a bias that I have, so I have to deal with it. How you deal with it is by laying down the information and let's see if that statement holds true is my bias uh, 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 confirmed? Is it correct? And and we go through the exercises. This is pseudo killers. They ain't got no holy grails on me. Right. I agree, Cedric. Um, but let's get it. Like we throw these terms around because I see it in the chat. Someone just called you a blackologist. It was Hutch. Yeah, I'm gonna call it out. It's not that. Me? But again, when we're going me? through the information. Cedric. We gotta be, we gotta be careful and mindful. And again, if we sound like we're blackologists, then so be it. I mean, biases have already been set aside, so it's kind of like you gotta counter that bias with equal intention, not to be wrong, but until we get to the truth to know better, at least. So, you know. Let's be careful with like the labeling and name calling. There's nothing wrong with asserting our presence or, you know, reveling in ourselves first. There's nothing wrong with that. And I think as Black people, African Americans, however you label yourself, we need to get that shit out of our heads. We don't have to be kumbaya all the fucking time. We can just be Black and African. We can be very proud. We don't have to romanticize our shit. But damn, like... I'm going to go for me first. That's all I'm saying. I'm going to be team African, black African first, period. Yeah, um, like, but they, this, this, these words that they're using, like, it's like the hotels, the black islands, they're using all of this to get you away from your history. That's what they don't understand, that, that what those words mean. You might not understand it today, but these words grow. And then they, they, they're just like woke. When we, when we first started out with woke, that meant, knowing your history in the chronological order. These white folks and took this and demonized it and made it mean all kinds of shit that it never originally meant. Mm -hmm. So when y'all start out with these hotel words just playing or whatever, it's serious, bro, because you can cast spells on your people. I don't know, but the, don't the hotel, know the they'll, they'll take that and then run with it, bro. They be well, Christians, though. The so hotel, if you're a Christian, you historically lost. But you'll the, use that to fight and stay a Christian because you see bad behavior within this community. So we gotta be mindful because just like Hunt said earlier, people are listening. Like this ain't no uh, game. I don't listen. know if y'all think this is funny. Hold on, really hold on bro, hold on, hold on. The whole tip really, really springs out of the fact that you had a large scale African-Americans pretty much um, declaring themselves ancient Egyptians. You know what I'm saying? That's kind of where the whole step concept come from. And pretty much really disregarding West Africa. No, that's no, what, bro. That's it what came, it came out of. To read look, the one, hold on, this hold on, it came hold out on, of. Hold on. Okay, go ahead. Hold on. Before to read the step, 
Tariq Nasheed didn't invent the term. He just he just said what other what other people were saying. You know what I'm saying? But when you when I started, when I first came across YouTube, uh, I, I had no idea. But everywhere you look, even on my my Facebook friend, most of them got Egyptian names. You know what I'm saying? And and that that's where that type of uh that mindset, I mean that that type of thinking came from. You know what I mean, yeah, but you got to take it from the inception of when that happened. See, this shit is crazy because like people like us, we didn't grow up with the internet. But if you've been paying attention to how it all came about, it starts with SETI. Now, see, that's what you really have. That's when you start seeing people change their name over because they dis- they were disregarding those uh, other people. You think, you think General SETI started the Egyptian name shit? Yeah. Nigga, nigga uh, have, hold on. First of people, all, people, people Dr. York, Dr. York was way before SETI, bro. Way but, but people, but people was not interested in. Pe- Doctor York was isolated. I'm talking about all over the country. No, he wasn't. Doctor York was in all over. He was New York, all the way down. The See, where are you from? Watch this. Where are you from? I'm from. I'm from Charleston, but I live in Atlanta. I've been in Atlanta for a while. You from? You from Charleston? Where? South Carolina. So maybe you you might have known about him, but I'm in I'm in Texas, and we didn't know nothing about no Doctor York down here. Yeah, heard of. yeah, people in New York did. Always yeah, I know. That's what I'm trying to say. So this is regional. And you, go, these and you go to Wuja. Wuja had a damn. Uh, but check this out. All of these religious or... ideologies, really, when you just sit back and you observe the 10 year analogy of this, it all comes out of New York. The Moore Science Temple, the 5%, all of this stuff is coming. It's all false history. You got to just pay attention to how this shit is. These people are using it as a con. But then when you start trying to find your the true history and, and get out of the games that's being played, you run into all these type of people. This is just like a, a rites of passage until you find your true history. But the only thing that you can go on from what Dr. Clarkman said is documentation and chronology. That's the only thing you got. So if it ain't if it ain't nothing that we can document, have touch and see, you, you got to discard it. If it ain't something that, that has some type of chronology on it, you have to discard it. If it's something that white people said, you have to use uh, skepticism. And if they say it, Arabs too. These are your enemies. Skepticism. Yeah, anybody said you got to look at it with a fine tooth comb. Yeah, it doesn't matter who it is. I look at. I look. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Even your own thing. people. Even your own people. If they indoctrinated with the wrong information. Yeah, I'm skeptical. Yeah. I'm, you well, to start skepticism off as is a fundamental position. You start I off don't as a agree with nothing you say. I don't agree with nothing you say. We're going to have to go through the exercise. And there is nothing going through through the exercise. And I appreciate some of the harder positions that is taken on the pseudo-killers because it just makes us go through these exercises. Don't ever think that anyone on this panel um, um, holds a certain position. We just position ourselves a certain way. Like, Chef read what he read. And he's going to double down. Yep, I agree with it. Show and prove. It's going to make us go a little deeper. We're going to have to go through that exercise now of what Sosa wants. Let's quantify that shit. Let's see what went well. It, it, it just forces us to go through the hard work. And the information is there. We're just going to go through the disciplines and put things together, put archaeology together. Then... then uh, uh, Amir is going to come on here. He's going to break down the genetics once more. We're going to get closer and and more understanding so that we can filter out the noise. It's just an exercise. And sometimes it's tedious. 
but it's an exercise. I appreciate these though. Yeah, I'm saying like they listed the, the some of the influences that went Samaria to Egypt. So now y'all can say, okay, now y'all can present the cultural influences from Egypt to um the, the other direction. And then we can hear that out. You feel me? We're just trying to tease through the information. I think it's better when it's slowed down and we can actually, we don't just, 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 we can't just dismiss everything from racism. We got to analyze it ourselves and see where the where some of the contention lies and if it's accurate or not. We can't just say, nah, they're racist. You know what I mean? Just because it's something that we don't necessarily agree with. You could say that though. Yeah, I'm saying let's examine it before we just, you know what I mean, just, just dismiss everything. You feel me? No, but um, I, I first of all, again, I'm no blackologist. I just so want to understand no things in its proper context. And sometimes I might take the blackologist position. Like when we went into the whole Nzinga battle, I was no blackologist. No Africans were forced into slavery. I got my ass whooped. I took my legs and I, re I readjusted my position and move on. Like we grow. So there's no hard positions anywhere, especially from me. But putting things into proper perspective, like this whole Egypt debate on what the color was, I'm like, okay, so I had it right all along. Okay, good. I was just, we just confused in what this definition of black is, and we are never going to conclude on what that definition is. So it's going to remain ambiguous, but I understand pretty much what the Egyptians look like. I'm not going to even have that debate anymore. But in terms of now, we have another discussion. What was the influence and who? This is one of these discussions that Lion, Lion uh, Alex should come on and state his position because he contends that the ancient Sumerians influenced the Egyptians. But we already had the source of that chef read that was laying out the, the position of it coming from that direction. So now, yeah. it's the, now it's time for the people that are saying that's incorrect to lay out the other argument going, going the other way. Just that simple. Yeah, so, so let's get Garfield on here. Um, let's let's get Wuja, uh, Ank. Uh, 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 let's get That's these the arguments going, yeah. so we can so we can so we can flush this debate out once and for all because it's been happening for too long. Whether the whether the Sumerians uh, influenced the Egyptians in their writing form, uh, uh, or vice versa, although. Um, we got to get uh, Mr. Chuck Morgan on here too, because according to my understanding, uh, the, the Sumerian uh, cuneiform was developed in isolation uh, and, and had no influence either way. So we, we can go with the experts with the writing. The experts don't. The experts give it independence. Yeah. right there. Yeah, yeah, but I guess the you know when I say these guys because. Again, they 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 communicators, so they can communicate that information in a way that it is pal palatable because they've made these subjects their own. I mean, I, I ain't gonna trust Zion Lex too much, but I want to hear his position in a forum like this, where 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 the brakes are on. It's not about religion; it's more about a scientific analysis. We want dates, we want these type of things, and we just slow the conversation up. Yeah, but it's one to have now. Chef brought up that, 
that new debate. Thank you, Chef. Yeah, all Zion Lex got to do is say, I'll just rob with Chef is in it. You don't even got to go no further. You can just stand with that. You know what I'm saying? So, you know what I mean? But I just feel yeah, like, let's look, let's yeah, examine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, so that's yeah, what yeah. Uncle Smash yeah. presented the other way and show the cultural influence from Egypt on Mesopotamian art uh, uh, and uh, buildings or whatever, whatever they, uh, food or, you know what I mean? Just lay it out. Okay, so the the Suda Killer Bad Boys have, do you stand by the article you just read, which concluded that the influence was only in one direction? Chef, you standing behind the article? Or the main conclusion? Um, can the article be like placed in the back chat or shared in the chat? Yeah, Chef got up. Um, yeah. What what is the source and um are there other sources? Are we just using this one singular article? Well, this article is well sourced as to how they come to their position. So oh, it's, a, it's a good one. And they make a hard conclusion that we can now have a, a point of contention and a a, 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 a subject to uh to debate and flush out. So the contention is that the Mesopotamian culture uh, uh, single out one-sidedly influenced the Egyptian culture and there is no uh, reciprocity in that uh, in their process. All right, right. peace. Let's be smashed on the building. Let's be smashed. What's good with you, family? Yo, hey, you, you, you heard what uh, Chef laid out on, on Happy? No, nah, I'm hella late. I'm going to have to watch right. from the beginning of the show All before right. I can comment, but I'm just supporting, so I'm here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, the uh, so so. Do you have examples of uh, the Egyptian, the influence of Egypt on Mesopotamian culture? Uh, you know that would, like they said, that probably would be a good topic for us to handle as a whole topic because I would prepare, and then the people with Mesopotamian Mesopotamian influence could prepare and then present our things offhand. I could cite a few things, but it won't it won't be abundant enough to make a case right now. But I would just say I'm one who's willing to conclude that influence happened both ways, but not in the magnitude that uh, old Egyptologists formerly act like it was all coming from Mesopotamia. You know what I'm saying? But, but what would hey, yo, you? They had, they had, they can I can I can I add ahead, on? Go ahead, go ahead, bro. They, they they got they got wiki sites that y'all can look up. That shows uh, Egypt and Mesopotamia cultural exchange. It's all, it goes both ways. Also, you really only see this Mesopotamian influence in artwork in the uh, Nakata period, in the second half of the Nakata period, into the other half of the Nakata period when you really start to see it. But then when Norman unified the land, you start to see a lot of customs kind of blend and blur and become distinct what they got from them. They had a This is what I debated Zion Lex about. Because he was trying to say what was a civilization. And their components takes up a civilization. And for the people, like, we have to understand with the old school, uh, uh, with the, what, they, what they used to say, they go back and forth on who's older between Mesopotamia and Egypt. It's not, a, it's, it, not a, it's not consistent. They go back and forth on that. You got a whole bunch of dynasties prior before that that's not even talked about. Dynasty Zero. With other populations before the Nakata, you have the... Um, Badarians, before the Badarians, you got a whole nother, a whole lot of other stuff going on way before you see it in uh, Mesopotamia. Not to mention, people in the Nile Valley 
And people in North Africa and people in the Near East have been exchanging genes and culture for over 23,000 years. When Indian people bring up the Sumerian thing and they forget the Sumerians were also influenced by the Proto-Ubay people. They were also influenced by a population before they even migrated into the land of Ur 6,000 years ago. So that's a whole nother story. You got to get into the detail of Mesopotamia too because it's a diversity even amongst them in that area, especially those Neolithic Iranians, the people from the Persian Gulf, populations that was in kinship to the Harappa civilization. There's a whole lot of stuff going on. Ain't that what I said would happen? Ain't that what I said would happen? And Gozi would come in here and clear it up. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, we were saying that's that's kind of what we was, we was touching that. We were just saying, let's lay out the argument going in, in that direction. Yeah. Then we have to look at the language family. According to, according to Gunter Dreyer, the, the words that was used uh, uh, with the writing for Metonetta happened before what they said or what we call Metonetta, 300 years prior to what they thought. So Gunter Dreyer was one person that was going against the Mesopotamia thing when it comes to writing. But that doesn't disregard the culture genetic exchange because the, the Sumerians is something totally different that was in that in that Ur area before they got there. So it's a lot of stuff even over there. Linguistically these people are not the same. You know, one speaks Afro-Asiatic, another group of people speak a language isolate. And then when you look at the modern Egyptians, they couldn't have been dominated by no other group of men because they're paternally indigenous to that area and that's been consistent for the last 28,000 years. They have a clade of EB12 under EM78, which is consistent <laughs> Area. They don't, they don't, what the people here when you go to the further portions of the Near East, not the Levant, not the Arabian Peninsula, the further portions of the Near East, near Iran and Iraq. They're genetically different. Yeah, that P2 tied them all to Africa, yo. That P2 tied them all to Africa. It definitely so, does. But the, so, mm-hmm. so let me let me throw this in here real fast. I'm saying. With, with, with Chef and the Red, I, I don't got to argue that because they actually proved my point. I said, read the Mesopotamian shit and let's see if they say Egypt influenced that. And they didn't do it. It, it wouldn't even make no sense. Like, like people to come on the show, like, goes, you know, we influence these devil, yo. So if you fucking with a motherfucker, you're going to influence these devil back and forth. It don't make sense for me to sit here and say, I, I influence Ngozi and he has never influenced me. Over the last seven, eight years. That shit sounds crazy. So for 200 years, y'all traded back and forth. And no influence? So you you trying to tell me China has never had, had no type of influence on the United States? Or the United States has had, has had no influence on China? This shit is flat stupid. And it's stupid right in front of our face. How the fuck can, can Mesopotamia be around so much? Right? Watch well, this. How can Mesopotamia be around a superpower? So much, right? That it that that it only influenced the superpowers, but the superpowers never influenced it. This should sound retarded. That is a total phony. And and I think and and also to add on, these modern Egyptian people are descendants of the ancient Egyptians. They are Africans, and some of these modern Egyptian people will get upset if you tell them that they're African. Not all of them. See, when we say modern Egyptian people, it's misleading. Not not accusing you of anything, but some people think when you say that 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 the uh, Aswanian, the darker skinned Aswanian, ain't included. 
You know what I mean? Likes it. I mean, as far as you know, a lot of North Africans don't like it. They don't like to see some blacks embrace their shit. But black Americans made it hot. You know, black Americans influence a lot of shit, even <laughs> in our creativity. So I mean, a lot of them weren't even thinking about their ancestral homeland. Not saying that they're not them, but they wasn't thinking about that because they're Arabizing culture ethnically. They have their own thing going on. So what I'm saying is, is that, but I'm not. I'm not saying that they're not that. So you get people upset, but they're still Africans. Regardless of what they look like, I think that the anger comes from the fact that they will deny North Africans and call them foreigners, bro. That's what a contemporary they deny the the North Africans, just just label them Arabs. So, so here's the thing, though, King. Go ahead, Mike went down. Yeah, that's that's just the whole. That's what uh, that's what he was saying. And I, I was like, that's that's real though. We we do see that. We can't like that shit don't happen. It does. But so on like, the other side of that, on the other side of that, you don't think no Arabs came in and mixed with the Egyptians? Out of Somali, out of Somali speaking, it's low. It wasn't enough to affect the overall population. Like if you look at the genetics, it's only at fifteen percent. And then what you do have there, the higher component is Turkish DNA. Or mong or mongoloops that was also brought there, but overall, out of so many the people are indigenous. So mixing happens. It's the proximity. It's the area. Mixing is going to happen. And not to mention, the Arab wouldn't be that genetically far off in some layers of his DNA than a than a North African, because the Middle East and North Africa exchanging genes for over thirty thousand oh, years. So let me let me say this though: Why is it that a land? Right? Watch this. In Mesopotamia, in Sumer, can influence Egypt dramatically, but its next door billion dollar superpower power neighbor, neighbor, I mean neighbor, right? Miscalled Nubia, don't give it no influence. It's a bunch of bullshit, bro. Like I'm saying these niggas is on the river chilling back and forth, yo. Like 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 I got this chick, yo. And she lives 200 miles up that motherfucker. It's going to take me three days to walk up that bitch and I'm fucking with her. Like, it's, it's the most preposterous idea that I've ever heard of in my life. And once you start reading and studying and understanding archaeology, you see the pure 100% racism that was brought forward. It don't make no sense. Where is the whole article talking about Nubia influence on Egypt based off of trade. Based off of, where's that at? Hey, I want What's y'all to be... Hey, we have to go to that. I think that's an encyclopedia. Uh, but, uh, in, your, uh, in, the, in the shit that you got from the museum, what was some of the... What was some of the um, the things that they laid out in terms of Egyptian influence on Mesopotamia? Do you remember it or... Uh, no, they, they, their emphasis wasn't on on no influence. It, the, the emphasis was on the origin. The emphasis was on the, the, the trade with inner Africa, Ethiopia, Somali, shit that we never hear. Punt is really Somali. You can look at the walls. Uh, Smash did a whole show on Punt. You know what I'm saying? You can pull up the shit. That's fucking Somali. Fucking, uh, what's her name, Goldie? The fat queen. 
uh, uh, Queen fuck. Queen Ati. Queen Ati. With the fat leg, got the big leg. Yeah, Queen Queen Ati. That was punt. She was That's real big. What was yeah. the other word? A E I T A. I mean A E T I. Queen Ati. That was punt. You, you, yeah, you, got, you can see a picture of a yo. I get to do you. I'm saying, I'm asking, what, 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 what did they lay out that Egypt gave to Mesopotamia specifically? What, what was some of the things? Well, they, you well, say they, they didn't they deal with that. They, they social, they I'm gonna try to, that. You say they didn't deal with that. All right, all right, for sure. For after sure. Gozi, after Gozi, I got a few things. So, go ahead, go ahead. I was just trying to get clarity. There's a wiki link, I think, and it says culture exchange between Egypt and Mesopotamia. They definitely borrowed things from one another. They definitely did. Um, of course, of I, course. I'm not, yeah, I wouldn't even. That's not my yeah. So, but one of the things to feel, one of the least, things I would we think gotta so. notice, we got to keep track how we be switching up a little bit. Uh, initially, we were talking about uh, a general, more Asiatic influence on Egypt and stuff. Let's think about it. Mediterranean, we was talking about. We switched from Mediterranean to Mesopotamian, and we gotta be, we gotta take note of that uh, that we have done that. And, and, and first, because if we have in the Mediterranean argument about influence, all we see when it comes down to let's just go into the architecture. You know what I mean? It's all Egyptian architecture, all the, the buildings, all every ancient building. They Not every. I don't want to be absolute. But majority of the ancient buildings they find along the Levant are Egyptian architecture. You see what I mean? And so but when we go into the Mesopotamia area, I don't know how much remains. They don't even got hella. They got like a ziggurat, two or three ziggurats left over, but it's not enough left to even really be comparing that civilization to Egypt, but yet they do it because we're of where it's located. I mean, the people in Mesopotamia definitely had certain things that was, you know, the, the metals, the iron, um, you can see them dealing with wagons, the wheel, certain customs that was unique to them that was beneficial. And the same thing with the Nile. Uh, before you had a pyramid, you have something called the Mastaba. And before that, you have something in the Sahara called Tumulis. Uh, which is indigenous. Think about this Mediterranean thing. I don't trip over it because the Mediterranean is shared with multiple continents. That includes the eastern part of the Mediterranean that touches Turkey, southern Europe, and also North Africa. You know, it, it, there's distinction even amongst the Mediterranean, even though there's a lot of similarity because there has been a lot of genetic and cultural exchange with those regions for a long time. You know, I think that the element, though, about the ancient Egyptian thing is that the Egyptian culture is something that comes from the interior portions of, the, of their country, just like the ancient Italics or the ancient Greeks. They all have things that come from the interior portions of their country before they meet up at the bark of what they're classifying as the Mediterranean. All right, somebody whip out a Mediterranean temple, a Mediterranean, some architect, some archaeology. Show me a Mediterranean monument. You could go to any of the Mediterranean cultures. Show me a Sumerian temple real quick. Somebody Google Sumerian temples. That shit ain't there. Show me uh, Akkadian temples. You might have one or two. I think it's a ziggurat in Ur, Tanana. But but and when you look it up, it's going to be a little piece of dirt. You know what I'm saying? Like literally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the materials that they were using to build those, uh, some of those, uh, uh, the pyramid that they built in Egypt. And what location did they get? Oh, oh, okay, get okay. Now, now, let me answer that, Sosa. Let me. I, you can look this up too. They got them pyramids, the bricks from 
coming all the way from Sudan, bro. Look up what happened the bricks used. Yeah, I'm sure. Some come from Ethiopia and then uh we got But the lime, but the lime the limestone came from the Mediterranean too. We right. got different directions. Yeah, it came right. from multiple right, it came from right. multiple they, they directions. Call it the, the lapis, the lupus lazul or some shit like the that. Lapis, the lapis the, the lapis lazuli came from the Oxum River next to Pakistan mm-hmm. and Iran. Right. So there's a lot of shit going on. Right. Mm. So, 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 like when we when we do, I'll just we could go one for one. I ain't gonna start with nothing big like the pyramid of Giza. I'll just say the temple of Ephel. You know what I mean? Or I'll say something just like fillet or anything. Uh, These are all temples that are still remaining. Somebody throw out any of them from Mesopotamia. Nah, I, I wouldn't do that. Yeah, the, the, the thing about the Mediterranean, <laughs> yeah. it has a, it has it has multiple it has multiple flavors from different. Some things don't have it. They have been changing diet, you know, grapes, wine, but fibers building structures, all of it's unique in its own way. You know, they all just touch, touch that bark there. So I definitely feel where Brother Smash is coming from, but I also feel where we have to accept the diversity of the Mediterranean and ancient culture. Or what we're classifying as the Mediterranean. Right. So, so, so Cedric, he threw out that uh, the Mesopotamians had clocks before Kemet, but they don't it's have the calendar. The calendar, the calendar, yeah, yeah, the calendar. But so, are you saying that calendar is older than the the, the mathematical papyrus? And if someone has the ability to do math, how can you do? Um, how can you have a calendar without any math? Yeah, but I mean, you don't. You just look at the when the calendar was dropped. You know. No, but what I'm asking is, is the mathematical papyrus older than these so-called calendars that they have? And I'm also asking, how old is the mathematical? How can you create a calendar if you don't have mathematics? That's my that's my question. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure they both had some form of math in order to build. They had to be working. I mean, yeah, I mean, math comes from measurement. Yeah, I mean, measure shit. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, do they have any doc? Because the oldest mathematical evidence that we have is from Kemet, right? But what I'm saying is, oh. if that's the if that's the case, and they have the oldest have calendar, the mathematical how can you have a calendar without mathematics? And, and if it's yeah. so the mathematical math- evidence that we have in Kemet older than this calendar that they have, that's what I'm asking. Um, yeah. So so first, so first you're making a a false dichotomy where one none is necessary. What I was indicating is that when we look at who did what first, we're going to find something that are evidently first on one side compared to things that are evidently first on the other side. So that argument, I, I don't really use it. That was the point I was making. As to your point, um, observation, simple, uh, 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 one, two, three, four, is the basic way in understanding uh Counting the moon and developing a 30 day calendar, etc. That process is merely by observation. On the other hand, to develop integrate uh, integrate uh, mathematical uh, compositions, which I do contend that the Egyptians had first, is another subject all by itself and an equation which I didn't make and would give full credit to the Egyptians for having developed earlier than another civilization uh, just off the top of the head i may be wrong but i would at this point in time i would agree with that argument meaning to say that it, it is not one that was in contention from from my statement uh, to begin with yeah yeah but see it's not necessarily yeah it's just like 
um, the mathematical prime mathematical paper is like 1550 BC, right? But like it's not necessarily sometimes who did what first, because sometimes people do shit independently without, you know what I mean? So we, we have to look at, you mm. know what I'm saying? We have to examine and see, you know what I mean? Uh, borrowing. If, Oh, well, it's definitely, but we do know that the Sumerian, that cuneiform form that they developed, which was very complex, was based on uh, goat, goat and grain hooks. It was mathematical itself, if you look at the language. That's why the Akkadians took it from them, because the method that they were using to deal with goat hooks and grains was based off addition and subtraction, if you really look at it. Math is money. I mean, writing is money within right. itself. So definitely there has been uh, man don't stop. I mean, you find the first homo sapiens dealing with, you know, dealing with the cycles of the, like the brother was talking about moons with the Shango bone and in interior portions of Africa way before that. So adding addition or taking away and adding on is something that homo sapiens been doing since we've been dealing with our cognitive skills of how we function. And I'm sure the brothers in the Near East or those humans in the Near East had a complex way of doing things because the Sumerians had a very complex element of writing. Even the Akkadians took that from them. Even when the Almana letters were being written, it stretched back so far that the Semitic speakers was writing to Akhenaten in cuneiform back and forth in Almana letters, which shows how influential it was in the Middle Eastern world from a people that were not even Semitic. Yeah, right. and, 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 and with all the language, right, it starts from counting. The right. language starts from keeping from counting. So, you know what I mean? So when they develop language, they already... Are developing a math uh, simultaneously or before the writing yeah. because the, 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 the writing springs up from trying to keep track of who owe who owe what how much of what we got inventory and shit like that. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, writing is math pretty much. Yeah, when you look at those pre-dynastic according to Gonta Dryer, had them people in the Nile or Egypt were, had them skin tags, those coins they was already on their own skill. Right. So it's, it's beautiful when you really look at it. Right. So I think the conversation, like, I, I like it. It's been a way more smoothed out. Like I said, I, I like when it rolls out like that. We get a, you know, we get to hear a lot of information. You know what I'm saying? Like, shit, uh, uh, it's been pretty cool. And like I said, we're going to smash, going to lay out the argument the other way. We're going to get smashed trying to uh, put everything together. Uh, here, uh, re hear what Chef laid down in terms of happy, uh, because he also uh challenges uh, but uh, uh, Budge's interpretation, so uh, yeah, man. So, so but I how think, about we, talk we about but just, just, just to be fair, if you look up um, God of the Nile, it will also say happy, just, just to be fair. Yeah, I mean, we got. Yeah, I mean, uh, we, we, we should talk resources. about. We should talk about the newness. I don't know. I know. I can't say what we should, but this y'all show. No, we're right. I think right. that. I think one day we should embrace the newness of our culture and what we have become as our own ethnic group in the new world. All yeah. Western Sudanic Creole people, whether you're from the Caribbean. Or yes. America, you know, we have gained a lot of new elements to represent what we are. America is only two hundred and seventy-one years old, and from the Latin and the Caribbean portions, it's even older. And I think that we should embrace the new setting of what we are and, and, and talk about the newness of what, what we what, what is. You know, it's a beautiful thing. You know, it's all part of the human story. You know, we have a story in a diaspora. The Neo-African Creole, that's what we call yeah. it in 
each one teach one groups that's pretty right. much danny and rob born like that's that is the focus is to discuss that and deal with that but we have to deal with these subjects because the community is hung up on it and we are paralyzed so until we can yeah. disagree and be mature enough to move forward we have to address it it is what it is but that's that's the trauma too um, yeah. traumatic stress and disorder or syndrome right there so that, that and it it's is a very sensitive topic whenever we bring it up and for example i make the claim that although i am appreciate my african heritage i am firmly uh, a, a, a distinct a new evolved subspecies i'm a caribbean man i'm different mm -hmm. that argument is taken as not not being true to pan africanism i'm not embracing africa you see there you go again yeah 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 um i'm distancing yourself from africa listen let's be honest like i keep saying my my girlfriend she been to ghana she's as black as they come natural hair they look at her and know she's not native and just as much as she can look at a Ghanaian and know, okay, yes, I can identify, but there's something distinctly different about me. As a matter of fact, in the Caribbean, we can distinguish each other from islands. We can watch someone and say, Dominica, St. Lucia, Jamaica, Haitian, Dominican. We can do that. We all black alike. But we, there, there's tones, there's textures. I can tell you, oh, that lady, she from Carousel. There's tones, there's textures that make us unique and distinct. And we're scared to have that discussion as if we're uh, not wanting to be uh, 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 African anymore. And, and that's, that's not true. That's not just like I keep saying. I dance to the tambu. We have a, a, a African dance that we do every year, which is the Panam dance, which was a liberation slave dance. Like we do that as part of our culture, our kids learn it. Like we firmly rooted in who we are as African. But well, we are the Cedric, So did y'all just make that up? Or that's coming from y'all history from somebody way, way back that, that said that this is y'all history. Where did y'all get that history from? to know that y'all have to do this, this celebration of African celebration. No, it's not an African celebration. It was the celebration. It was the, the, the traditional movement, the drums that were used. It's been carried on from the end of slavery back in the 1800s. It's never died. In Curacao, they have something called Sewu, which is, means the harvest in which the drums come out and it's and, and it's a, a traditional african harvest of harvest dance it never died it's just embedded in into our culture and we and we reenact that firmly rooting us in our the connection to slavery the moment of liberation and what we become since so there's no disconnect, but there's still an acknowledgement of different. Because just like when, when you, when you, even though you have something that originates one place, you're gonna add your little nuance to it. Facts. So you're gonna yeah, make yeah, it correct. your own. You're gonna, you're gonna have some bar. Yeah, the expressions in the dance are very old English. 
and like massa ma, ma, emancipation they come massa leave us go so it's very old but it's english because that is what was spoken at 300 years after we never we, we didn't speak any traditional african language anymore so 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 it's in that texture but it's still a link to that history where we come from and it's with the drums the african drums so that connection is still very much alive in our bones however if you ask me what i am i from saint martin i am caribbean i am caribbean black man and it's sure. just like we it's like with our Gullah Geechee brothers like all of us uh, most of us are main, mainland Creoles, uh, mainland Gullah, the ones especially that went from the ports of South Carolina. But then we got the, uh, the what's the name, uh, Creoles from Virginia. So the thing is, is that the Creolization of what we represent in the New World is, is what it is. A lot of our Gullah ancestors still retain a lot of the African customs compared to some mm-hmm. other groups that don't. But we got different vernaculars of, of, of even English. They call it AABE, uh, African American Dialect English or vernaculars of English based off or of I'm sorry. Yep. Yeah. Or yeah, yeah, yes, even beautiful ebonics. People make fun of it, but that's our dialect. Even even yeah, people, we just use the language different. Yeah, people belittle soul food. Even though it did come from what it came from, but open up a soul food restaurant in Ghana and see how rich you get. You know, that's right. a lot of, like what I'm saying is it's a yep. lot of beauty in what you are and what you form, even though you know, it, it was chaos and it was hell, but you were resilient. And your resilience showed the strength of Africa in the new world. It's a beautiful yeah. thing, yo. Yeah, it, it, a certain aspects of that culture survives so deep that it's so rooted in me that I don't even know that it's African anymore. It's just, just part of who I be, like planting and okra, like Huh? Like how you mean like that? That's Caribbean food to me. I don't have no necessarily the links back to Africa unless I studied it and realized, yeah, tamon that grow here in the Caribbean is a fruit that was brought over with us. That's just part of my culture. It grows right here. But when I study the history, now, okay, now I can link it back and understand and say, okay, we brought this stuff with us, but. It's it's just it's just endemic to who I be right here. Yeah, Yo, we some powerful people in the diaspora. You gotta admit the African gave the New World its flavor from the Caribbeans all the way to North America. I'm not making fun yeah. of the natives. I'm not making fun of the Alwaks or the Tainos or different groups, but it's the Sub-Saharan Africa that gave the New World its flavor, and I'm gonna embrace that. You're playing out. It, 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 like you can't, you can't deny it though. Like just, just take a pause, and 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 if we would stop and appreciate our cultural impact from being the lowest on the totem pole, and even back then to now, like, well, I I cannot relate to terminologies that label me weak. Despite the circumstances, I'm able to see that bigger picture. Like, wow, like, did y'all really know some of the greatness that came out of people that were not supposed to? Yeah. Um, And I think that's the reason why we do put a heightened look on Egypt or Egyptomania is because if we weren't so focused on Egypt, wouldn't we be more focused on 
West Africa, which most of us do, you know, derive from in that greatness, like there's still like uncovered mysteries, uh, civilizations that they're, you know, just now discovering with all this technology and sonar that they can do from the sky um, and things of that nature. So there's a lot to still be discovered, but, you know, like we should be focused more on that. I understand that the focus is not so much because, you know, there's not a lot of archaeological evidence as it is in Egypt. And that's another thing why we hang on to that because we have something tangible to, you know, look at and hang on to. Whereas some of these other cultures, which a lot of West African is more oral, you know, you have some relics, but you don't have a lot left there or it has been destroyed or um, disappeared over time. But, you know, that's, that's why we, we, we do this, but it's also to move the focus to West Africa and other great parts of African culture or civilization. And once we start to focus on that, um, I think we'll be okay and a little bit more balanced. You know, for me, and I, I, I like what, what, what Rob on is doing and what they do over there in truth, because even with West African and all, I, I'm more of the focus on us. Because yeah. we don't, that's not clouded in mystery. We got that history is there. It's easy for us to ascertain. You know what I'm saying? And we know that, you know what I'm saying? And our plight when we got here is, uh, is a story unto itself once we arrive. You know what I'm saying? So I, I feel like, you know, the story with us, you know, if, even, though, even though it begins in, with, in West Africa, our chapter should start, the first chapter should start with the African-American. You know what I'm saying? After we land here and, and, and build forward, because we have all those, we got so many records, we got so many greats, you know what I'm saying, that, that are looked over, uh, you know what I mean, that, 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 we, sh that we should be embracing and, and, and moving forward in that direction. And then once we get strong enough, you know, as ourselves, then we can reach out and, and, and extend that to, uh, to other people. But I, I, you know what I mean? I, I'm not I'm the mindset that, that will rob on them because they really specifically deal with African-American history. You know what I mean, they, that, that's really what they deal with, specifically. You know what I mean? And Juneteenth stories and breakdowns, with the way they break it down, man, I love how truth does it. So smooth, so nice, I love it. Yeah, 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 but like I said, we, 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 we'll come, we're, we're working our way, we're working our, our way through it, you know what I'm saying? But, but, but I, I really think what we do what we do on this channel is we teach proper methodology and we tackle the big mysteries the stuff that keeps us spooky and we tackle them one at a time and once we do that the way in which we approach west africa will be a little bit more um more scientific more 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 grounded in, in, in reality and our ability to analyze the information for what it is and leave it for what it is. We, we tend to drift too quickly off into wanting to make things more than what they are. And that's where good conversations get stuck. So I'm, I'm, I'll say this. Instead, of, I have had the opportunity to really get an opportunity to learn what did the Dogons conceptualize? How did they actually do it? 
and 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 and, and delve into their mindset just as a people we end up having to deal with uh, e false equivocations trying to equate science with mythology and, and and go into that whole exercise when we were not able to now get to truly understand what they what they believed how they conceptualized what kind of traditions they had some of the dances that they did the masks that they wore we could have gotten into a real anthropological discussion of the dogon instead what we end up doing cracking out the science books again having to prove you know you cannot equate these two subjects you can't do this you can't do that and then we went down the whole complete wrong trajectory in contrast to the inzinga discussion for example which was did uh, did west africans or did africans in general participate in the slave trade cedric got his ass whooped i was one that said no it was forced on the africans so i had to get my ass whooped or conceded and we grew we understood and it made sense humans were humaning all over the planet at the same time human was the technology of the time that would be expected end of discussion we can move on but this is why pseudo killers do what they do make things fundamental and and and, and based on the methodology and leave your emotions at the door and leave things in its proper perspective For sure, I studied that human, the human plight. Like I want, I want to get together, uh, uh, do a Sunday show on goddamn, you know, just farming. You know what I'm saying? Like, and just because uh, it's important to like uh, understanding Homo sapiens sapiens. You know, I think it, it lays out too probably some of the re issues that um, why Egypt may has may have been so uh, at some point sometimes uh, oppressive to um, Nubia being that they were pastoralists. But when you go through that history, you start looking at the type of psychology that comes with pastoralism versus ag agriculture that you learn through evolutionary psychology. You can see that those that that was the war at the time: agriculture versus pastoralism versus hunter gatherers. And, and you know, the hunter gatherer was pretty much wiped out and pushed to the outskirts. You know, what I'm saying while the you know the pastoralism and semi-nomadic herder was you know what I mean because they're they're fighting over land. Once agriculture start to develop, people start blocking off. Large, right? Large to land and not, you know, what I mean, not allowing, and they don't, and they're more restricted in their movements. Just the water. Yeah, these That'd wolves start to have, you know, I mean, start to be, but, bear out. Go ahead. But so, so even before that, like, we need to be having a show as far as like, um, um, what did we talk about the last time when we were talking about beliefs? Um, how how homeless religion? Been, yeah, a heart, like we are hardwired to have this. kind of notion of belief and right. uh, how that helped develop some of our like uh, cognitive developments and things like that. Like, I think we should start somewhere there and then move forward because all that has to do with like evolutionary, yeah. um, you know, development and process. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because yeah. we, yeah. yeah. yeah we can do with that. The process and the training to develop a skeptical mind. It's not innate. It's not innate in human nature 
to be uh, uh, skeptical. We, we want to believe it is the, the easiest way to, to have complete explanations and, and definite answers. So skepticism is not innate. Uh, asking questions, applying science is not, not innate. That's why science is counterintuitive. Everybody thinks that science Correct. consistently confirms. No, science is trying consistently trying to prove what we know wrong and is always in investigating the unknown. You know, that is what really science is about. So, so it's all counterintuitive and it's a training and an exercise to develop that mindset. Exactly. But, you know. Right, right, right. That'll be very. Uh, I think that'll be a good show. I think we you know we get we get honed in on the um, your brain being hardwired to believe. But there's a lot of things your brains are hardwired to uh, for that uh, you know play a significant role. You know what I mean? Um, uh, cause and effect, correlation to causation. Uh, we're hardwired for confirmation bias. Uh, stereotypes, mm-hmm. these all these things that uh mm-hmm. that are uh, that are innate within us that was that were crucial to our survival. Because you right. know when you understand that you know this the civilization is new to Homo sapiens history. It's only like five percent of our you know what I'm saying and, and, it, and it explains so much more uh pandemics and pandemics and endemics. These mm-hmm. all come from mm-hmm. civilizations and being close proximity and we can get into that and see some of the um some of the positive effects and some of the mal effects that come from uh, agriculture. You know what I mean? A lot of the experts, uh, a lot of people postulate that that was the worst thing for human, for human beings, uh, uh, agriculture. And they think that that in itself would be the, uh, the dawn of our, um, end of our existence. Hey, mm-hmm. hey, uh, hey, hey, Sosa. Yeah. I want to say, uh, in the East too, uh, the, the, the hunter gatherers, like hunter gatherers in the east, they didn't just go on the outskirts. Some of them actually became agricultural too. Some of them just came with, yeah. went with the program. With the program you know yes, get down and lay down. Get down and lay down. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and, you know what I'm saying? Cause, and then, because too, you know what I'm saying? When, when, when agriculture came in, like the, 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 the hunter gatherers they was dealing with, they already was wild grain collectors. They already Afro, proto Afroasiatic speakers or northern Afroasiatic speakers anyway. So they already, you know, so had a similar culture. You know what I'm saying? For us, you know, for us, what's going on in Northeast Africa. And then, and then, in, uh, uh, Sudan, you had agro pastoralists. You had some people that was agriculturalists with sorghum. You had some people that adopted past, you know, pastoralism or Right, right. And 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 they end up, and a lot of times they end up beefing because sometimes that shit is, you know, counter the other one. Yeah, you cut up the back to the water. You put up a big fence. You got grain growing. You, I can't get to the water. Or my your cattle pass and tear up my my pastures. Are they stealing it? Are they trying to take it? Are they trying to steal it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Break them in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know I mean? <laughs> like one of the points, like I, um, one of the studies that I saw when uh, because I like snakes, right? And it was a study about why people, if you put ten people in a room and you put a snake in, nine people are hardwired. That means a chemical and by and a, a mental process automatically triggers a fear to the snakes, and they say it goes back to that hardwired uh, uh, survival mechanism that evolved over time. So people are innately afraid of snakes. Like, it's just a scientific fact. Nine out of ten. Biologically hardwired. That's interesting. Yeah, 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 man. I think all of us, uh, yeah, it's deep, it's deep. 
and you get into the and it, it, it's so much that I can't even get into in one show, man. It, go, it gets into everything. It goes into the medicine. You understand why why diabetes why our diabetes run through us now versus in the past. Like all that <laughs> shit plays out, man. There's so much information that you get from that. That you know what I mean? Like it's 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 a it's, it's, it's a pretty deep study with a lot of with a lot of information in it. You know what I mean? In terms of yeah. uh, evolutionary psychology and shit like that, evolutionary medicine, all of that. You know what I mean? mm-hmm. on, we see eighty percent, like twenty percent of what we see is actually our brain filling in the blanks because there's a certain percentage of our side vision that when we're looking forward that we can't actually see. But our brain fills that stuff in. Some of these, uh, some of these articles and documentaries on the brain is just amazing. Like, yeah, yeah, I've seen that. I've seen that. I've also seen the uh, the, the cooperation of human. You know how we have the whites in our eyes, and when yeah. we look at the chimps, they don't have the whites; they just have the brown eyes. Yeah. And they was uh, postulating that the whites in our eyes come from cooperation, and the whites in our eyes allow us that when we look a certain way, the other people can see which way we're looking. And they can help us ascertain what we all run from danger. Man, fuck that. I'm going to be disruptive. We got to finish the conversation, though. Like, when y'all going to talk about the deification of the Mediterranean? Because that's what I'm trying to get at. (laughs) That's that chef argument. I'm so sorry. That's That's chef argument. Get off the line with that. Corey here or not. Fuck that. What, what What we talk about? Woo, the rock, whatever. Got the jewels on that. I don't, I don't know what they got on there. Yeah, whatever. Okay, I'm just saying, y'all, y'all can relish in it now. Y'all, y'all, y'all have fun. With it. I'm just yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah. Talk to Shepard. Egypt culture. Period. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It is, but but we can't get caught up on Mediterranean just just being Southern Europe. You Mediterranean it goes around in a circle. Parts parts of South, well, Northern Africa is still the Mediterranean. It's, it's a it's a mm-hmm. full circle sea. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, like, like 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 for instance, like Egypt. Let him make Just like just like for instance, Egypt, Egypt. Egypt, uh, you know, so without Egypt, you wouldn't even have Mediterranean culture. They they parented it. You right. know what I'm saying? You get flatbread and some of the cuisines from each Egyptian culture, which make which make it a Mediterranean. Even the other groups that's around that they all carry the same signatures and markers, E3B markers. They come from yeah, they come from the interior of Africa, but the Berbers got them same markers too. And other so does other people on the other side of the uh, other Mediterranean. So you know what I'm saying? Medi- part of Mediterranean is still part of uh part of Africa. You know what I'm saying? Even even they they, they even they call it they. Even to call it confluence, you're Africa. You know what I'm saying? All right. So, in other words, you can have indigenous Africans who are who are just in the Medi- who are Mediterranean because that part of Africa is in the Mediterranean. So they're gonna they can since, have since, since ninety five since ninety five hundred BC. Uh, even 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 the even the, the climate shift uh of Mediterranean uh, flora and fauna shifted all the way to southern Egypt, and then from southern Egypt you get the African tropical uh, uh steeps. You know what I'm saying? You can even get the, the type of Mediterranean crops all the way all the way to to the south to the to the to the uh, northern Red Sea area. Yeah, that's what we got to do a whole show on that. Sometimes we touch on it in pieces. But it's not enough to tease out the whole, the whole. Thing. You know what I'm saying? I think I. <laughs> yeah, just, Jeff, just, Jeff was yeah, saying just, like just, just, Jeff was saying just, once we laid out like that Mesopotamian argument, 
everybody be quiet and on chill mode. You know what I'm saying? Like, but just, but just, but just like how Unc, how Uncle was saying, how Uncle used that Brooklyn Museum article. He said, yeah, he he said some of the culture came from the, from 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 the west of Egypt. Well, shit, the western Egypt is the Mediterranean steep. <laughs> Exchange happened due to trade. We're fully aware. We're aware. People be peopling. We're fully aware. <laughs> right, y'all. Y'all running with that. <laughs> We're fully aware, but it still is what it is. And I, I ain't rocking with that Mesopotamia source. Y'all can have that shit. Y'all got to, it's got to be a little bit better and stronger. I'm sorry. I'm just going to be blackologist and biased for now yeah. until it's overwhelmingly proved otherwise. Right. This is right. nothing. That's, that's, that's what you're hardwired to do, did you? I ain't mad at you. As you know what I do, I do. It yeah. is what it is. Yeah, that's what you hardwired to do. You know what that's that? what I'm hardwired to do. Goddamn right. Keep you right. But thank y'all for coming or joining. It seemed like somebody got a rap over dead air, and we ain't about to do that. So, you know. Yeah, yeah. Chef, the host. Uh, I don't know if Chef dropped the link. If Chef Any dropped the link to see if anybody else want to jump in. Right. Anybody else want to jump in? You know what I'm saying? I think... Uh, Smash can put his presentation. You want to call me a blackologist, or anybody want to tell me that out of that uh, autodactism, that uh, autodidactism is a ism? Because um, I can call myself an autodidact in, in terms of animal behavioralist, because I actually studied animal behavior programs and, and methodologies and went through the different university programs. That's why I can train from wild birds to my turtles, to dogs, to, 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 to reptiles. I can, I can train it all. So I'm an autodidact myself. So I'm going to write a new book saying that you now need to train turtles by spinning them on their back. And because I wrote a book, because I Spin turtles on their back. I contributed to the body of information. Don't argue with me. Because Elon Musk is an autodidact that only hires experts. We ain't hiring none of us over here. No matter how much autodidact we think we be. Um, and while reading, I didn't watch it. Watch article, I didn't, I didn't watch it. I said, I you know what was funny? I didn't watch read an article, and <laughs> the moment that somebody pauses, that they realize, oh shit, I just read that. And then they gather themselves and they continue reading as if they didn't just read that most autodidacts are versed and trained and qualified in an other area of expertise. Having worked in that field for 20 years, they have amassed an overall meta ability to analyze information and process it in real time. AKA Elon Musk having two degrees, master's degrees and dropped out of a PhD program. Man, how can you boomerang dagger yourself? I say again, you have comprehension issues, son. Slow down. Come see me. Don't try to slap me, though. Just sit down. I know you got that issue. But yeah, stop embarrassing yourself. Stop. Stop, son. 
Yeah. Stop it, stop it. You made yourself look like, and, and the, the, the way you felt defeated at the end of your own choice. Like, I, I don't want y'all to get hang up on what Elon Musk and the fact that he hires and people with expertise doesn't stop you from trying to overturn science because, you know, the autodidacts that we mentioned in science, they were from a century ago. Because in science today, you ain't overturning nothing unless you can make a hydron collider, dude. And it takes countries to put one together. So no reading and preparing amount of essays that you do, or you should have been doing in high school, can make you be able to overturn the scientific consensus. And as Elon Musk does, he relies on the experts. So over here, from now on, we're going to rely on the experts. And with that, I'm done. <laughs> Clones. Clones. Come slap me. Clones. I ain't even see it to critique it. I'm going to leave that right there, right, right there where it is. All right, and close up the show. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah, yeah, man. Like I said, somebody drop the link in the chat. If nobody else wants to jump freedom. on, we're going we're gonna to wrap it up. Uh, Good show. You know, uh, them sources got, I, I've never seen the panel this peaceful after some ah! uh, contentious sources. Uh, I, I said, I kind of feel like we, I kind of feel like we up. I kind of feel like we up. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it's a good time to get off the court for like, like Chef said, with somebody sprained an ankle. You feel me? So, uh, so, so, why you do that? Why you do that? Yeah, man, uh, why you do that for? Chef the host, though, chef, the, chef the host, so we can't end the show. Chef got to end the show. Oh, I can't. Uh, you know, otherwise we close out the stand screen if it's beyond. Whatever y'all celebrating, I damn so missed it. I must have come away. How y'all, everybody missing with it? <laughs> uh, I want them to sleep good at night. So I need y'all to I'm How everybody missing once we pop a champagne and we get up the MVP They weren't on the court. Like they didn't get dunked on multiple times. I know you got to go, but you got to get the hell Y'all know how it works, right? Party. Y'all know how Y'all know how it work. Y'all know how it work. It go like this. Y'all make a claim. Y'all go to sleep feeling good. Then you wake <laughs> up in the morning. And get that shit right. So y'all got hey, like hey, he twelve up. hours to feel good. Twelve. I'm gonna watch the show, and in the morning we'll address it. Yeah. He, yeah he <laughs> smash. They smash. Like what they talking about? They oh, forget- no, I missed it. I missed it, bro. Oh, they forgot that I actually won the conversation. Because what I said was, you read the source. I said, you read the source, right? The source started talking about all these types of influences and shit. I said, but what you will never find, right, is that Mesopotamia is influenced by Egypt. I said it always goes in one direction. There's a reason. There's a biblical narrative to this. There's a racial narrative to this. I said, even when I can show you trading seals with language, with, 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 with writing, uh, being older, you know what I'm saying, Egypt, they will never say it. I said, is it alphabet? Is it the alphabet? Well, well, E comes before M. Why is it when they say the origin of civilization is always Mesopotamia first? They, and they never interchange it. I said, I challenge you, Sosa, to find that source with Mesopotamia where they say that, yeah, Egypt influenced Mesopotamia. I said, then go find that source when they say that Nubia influenced Egypt. They never do it. And I said, it's right in front of your face. 
And they went right and looked it up. And guess what they said? Egypt had no influence on Mesopotamia. So I just got off at that point because I proved my point. Now, when I come back with the heavy hitters, demolishing y'all niggas because y'all got some uh, uh, 1993 sources, 2009 sources with some crabs in the burrow, y'all done. So I'm just enjoying this victory. Y'all think y'all won, but you've actually proved my point. You know how we do a smash. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, the writing, but you still haven't shown that. Yeah, they, it doesn't matter. We talked about the writing. OK, yeah, they had the cylinder seals first. But did those cylinder seals make it to Mesopotamia and influence their writing? Are you are you making that claim? I, I'm not. I, I refuse to make a claim like that. I don't think the Egyptian pyramids influenced pyramid building around the world. No, As a no, matter no. of fact, I know that there's no pyramids nowhere but in Egypt. See, I understand that. See, see, my A game is my A game. My study game is my study game. Remember, that's all I got. I read the experts. I don't claim to be an expert. Trust yeah, yeah, me. We'll talk about influence, though. You, I'm saying you brought up the writing. I didn't say that. I didn't say Egypt writing influenced nobody. That's Reggie. I'm saying that crazy shit. I don't say that. Human beings have, have the same capacity no matter where they go. They don't need Africans to influence them with anything. They are fair culture. If you're a superpower and you have enough sway, you're gonna. It, there's going to be influences back and forth. And I always give the example. Although you got uh, 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 Nissan, right? And Camry, okay? And Infinity, right? Japanese car country, I mean, Japanese car companies, Chinese car companies, right? China helped build the fucking railroad. They built one half of the railroad going from coast to coast, right? Nobody says that China or Japan because they trade and things they did in America influenced the origin of it. Nobody says that and vice versa. What they say with superpowers is they have influenced each other back and forth. Or they took these signs to do that. They they never say that. There's an underlying racial component that's taken years to get out of it. And what you're looking for in front of your face with these new exhibits, right, is they go around the country Right, you'll see them putting Africa one back in the Nile Valley. Right, Smash talked about the Oriental Institute. That's your man breasted, right? Breasted with the invading race theory, the Mesopotamians. They're still holding on to that in small and slight and subtle ways. So I understand how disciplines work. It it'll just take once the other Egyptologists just die the fuck out. In the new, young, well-studied, more material, more understanding of ancient civilizations come through, you know, they'll completely put Africa, I mean, Egypt back in this uh, African context, bro. So I'm sitting back enjoying myself. It's the golden age of scholarship. I, I feel you, I feel you, uh, I feel you. So we're gonna we're gonna we we're gonna wait, but we're still waiting for y'all to present the uh the influence in the other direction. That's we we waiting for that. You know I mean, why would that have to be a po- why would that have to be a point? Did you, so we're gonna act like Egypt didn't rule the Mediterranean? No, well, we know when they ruled the Mediterranean, but we know when they, we know how far extended in certain time periods. You know, so think saying? about we know that the Mesopotamia died out at seventeen fifty, and even before that, those Sumerians were had an unstable political shit. 
even before that. So once, you know what I'm saying? So Egypt reigned a, what, a, a thousand, a couple thousand years after that shit was really significant. You feel me? No, I'm saying, think I about, know. yo, how does, how do they rule the Mediterranean and not influence motherfuckers? Yo, when did they yo, rule? That when crazy. Did he, you know y'all read and said. No, when they did they rule the Mediterranean? When did they rule the Mediterranean? Come on, bro. They got a whole book called When Egypt Ruled the, ruled the East. Yeah, give me a time frame. I'm asking. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't remember. Just guess. You know, I can hold you to During the modern period, during the lifespan of Akhenaten, during like the uh, 18th, 19th, even probably 18th, 19th. That, what day was that? What was that range? You don't get for 18th dynasty mm -hmm. about 1500 something. Yeah, yeah. See, Samaria's, they're gone. They're gone at that point. Dead. No, dead. no, you see the trick smash? The civilization the was from 4100 BC. No, you see the trick? See the trick? You know what I'm saying? See, when Chef yelled, hold on, when Chef yelled out Mesopotamia, I said, yo, it's not a culture, it's not a civilization called Mesopotamia, it's called Sumer. And there's other uh, uh, um, cultures in that area.